0: It's
1: Gentleman Jack. Jack.
0: Crack, crack. Cue that fucking jaunty music. 19th century. Groveling. 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 Good roll. Groveling. Alright, so
1: we're back from, I guess, another gin intermission? Uh, you guess it'd be your fault <laughs> with your little <laughs> shitty tolerance. <laughs> well, I, listen. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm a little touch and go, but um, <laughs> um, uh, hopefully everybody's uh, jaunting in this nice crisp November Eve. Uh, this big holiday family gathering season era. Yeah, for some act. people,
0: it's the worst time of the year. But for other people, it could be the best
1: or the best food time of the year, depending on who you are. Right. Uh, I got these songs in my head. I'm trying to get these songs. I may sing oh, from Jagged this Little episode. Pill. I just I'm not promising that the songs will be from Jagged <laughs> Little Pill, but singing is more than likely going to happen this episode. I Yeah, guys,
0: we saw Jagged Little Pill again on Turkey Day Eve. <laughs> yeah, they're
1: um it's still in workshops uh previews. Uh so they've It changed it from changed. the last time we saw oh, it. Oh yeah. For
0: the better. I mean, it was already great, but different um, pauses or, like, some extra jokes were in there, a few extra actual things. A total moment to acknowledge our horrific track record of school shootings and violence Okay, in America that just doesn't seem to happen in any other developed country at the rate that it happens in America. So that was cool that they were bringing in super relevant and timely topics as they're obviously still workshopping this and seeing what lands and what's best.
1: I feel like they're, they're, yeah, certain things are definitely harder hitting than others. So, Mm. like, for some reason, my vision of that scene that got chopped was, like, a sign that read, like, how many more, which technically was talking about what they were doing. Wait, which scene are you talking about? The one where it got, it was just silent for, like, five full seconds. Oh, right. Okay, okay. And now instead of the sign just reading how many more, it read something that was very... Particularly like leaning into this is an issue and it needs to be resolved. It needs to stop. Right.
0: I had said to you that I thought it was potentially the gayest show on Broadway. Since, since rent. rent. yeah. And then I looked at one of those um posters they had up there for the promos, and it was like something, something, since Rent. And so I don't <laughs> think it was saying exactly what I was saying, because it wasn't talking about that, but I think it was probably just talking about being sexually provocative. And outside of that, all I could really reference was Spring Awakening, like I said earlier. But, uh, yeah, it's
1: super gay. I mean,
0: <laughs> we already said that on Insta. I can't remember if we said it on the recording, but, but we talked yeah. about how gay it was, and it really somehow more gay.
1: Right. So I don't know if they still do like the will call things, but, you know, try to get in there. Put yourself in the raffles or lotteries. Get a ticket. You uh, won't be Look, disappointed. Look, I'm just <laughs> not going to get over the fact
0: that a girl
1: saying to another girl.
0: Would she go down on you in okay Because we all know some women have that jaunt and some do not. Some do It's not. important questions that need answering, you know, when you're going through a breakup. Would she? Do you realize what you're giving up right now? And I probably said this last time, but the actress, do we know her name? It's in this book.
1: Um, I know the, she was Joe in the show. I don't know her.
0: I think her name is Lauren Patton. Yes. Who's playing Joe, who's a super gay. She killed it. Like, she killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to take a while for me to get over the fact that this is now wrapped in a queer narrative (laughs) and that Alanis Morissette is like on the cover of, she's in that picture in the front of the theater with her like super corporate lesbian haircut and... I'm just like, Alanis, Alanis, if someone would ask me when I was motherfucking 12, if I would have all these gifts from you as an adult, I wouldn't have guessed it. But thank you so much. This is why I said I need my renaissance to come back around. Like I mentioned Fiona Apple last time, because, well, how could I not? She was one of my other faves and just excellent lyricists and kind of poets. And then I was thinking to myself a couple of days ago and someone else jumped into my mind. I don't know if you're familiar with a lot of her music, but it was PJ Harvey because she's similarly, in my opinion at least, is a great lyricist in that you could just read what she says and poetry. Mm. And so she's got, especially her earlier albums, I mean, all all of her shit is incredible, but there's some stuff that's very specifically targeted to emotions, and I would even say, I could probably find more songs, and maybe it's because I know PJ Harvey's whole repertoire better, and it's bigger, than Fiona Apples, kind of like Bjork, but I definitely know off the top of my head I could think of a PJ Harvey song that would fit almost perfectly for any character in Gentleman Jack. I could, you could just like name a character and I could probably think of something. Matter of fact, do it right now, pick one. Oh, and I'll it'll be like it'll be like PJ Harvey Jeopardy. We'll see, we'll test myself,
1: okay? Um. Ugh, why am I starting with Hemingway? I don't want to start with Wait Hemingway. Wait a minute! Sorry, I don't want to start with Hemingway. Why do you have let to me... give me a hat? No, no. All right, so Ugh. let me set right, Well, is she? <laughs> I guess she's written sort of as a hat, but I've never seen her make a pass Listen, at anyone of the opposite she... sex throughout my viewings of the series. So you say she's a hateful I... a hateful quail in
0: denial I of mean, her queerness? it is not thing. That's a impossible. better storyline than what we got right, right now, which I mean... is her just tight for Eugenie.
1: Right, because... She's. But give
0: me a non a non negotiable queer.
1: I was about to say Miss Priestley, but let, me, <laughs> but let me instead. You just want to pick
0: everybody that pisses me off, which there are yeah. songs for that. But I'm like, Terrence, All why? Right. Mrs. So, Priestley.
1: I mean, if not her, huh, then let's do. No, because then. No, 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 no. Let's do one of our. Oh. I don't know that girl's name. She was in the preview, so I'm not going to name her let's do wait i'm, I'm oh. gonna do it i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna pick if we do let's let's do um let's do Anne walker
0: it's gonna be different right. for me to like say Anne walker than when i'm channeling like do songs come to your head when i say pj harvey in my mind right now, no. Right. So she has songs like, tell you my name, F-U-C-K, 50 for Queen Air, Force 10, Hurricane. Like oh, they, right. Those are her type of lyrics, right. which would be an Ann Lister thing. Yeah. So like, she's not, she's not.
1: To shoot people on my property. I mean, she's contemplating. In my name. No, this is great. I see what okay, you're saying. Okay, the only
0: thing, this, this is the first thing that came to mind. I don't even know if it's a good one. But she did a collaborative album with Tom York from Radiohead. And the name of the song is This Mess We're In, which you could try to, like, move that into Ann Walker's stuff. And the, the melody is really, like, mellow, like what you would expect from Radiohead, actually. But try someone else who's not Ann Walker.
1: Uh, teenage Ann Lista. Teenage Ann You know, the one that was um, in the braze, gambling, still know the soldiers' money. Potentially the song
0: I just told you. Hey, I'm king of the world. You want to hear my song? You come on, measure me. I'm 30 inches long. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. This really fits. There's who the fuck or she actually has a song that's called Man Size. Ooh. I mean, it's really all- and um, how she you, starts the song? Yeah, I'm coming up man sized.
1: Oh, this is unmistakable.
0: Skinned alive. Yes, and got my girl. She is a wow. You know, <laughs> bad women. <Yes>. So <laughs> no? listen. Okay, thank I God. I mean, can you or can you not just imagine like 19 year old
1: Ann Lista in her braids amongst the bad women? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's only like the only thing I've ever wanted. So, yes, give me that. Give it all to me. all I
0: want for Christmas Ann Lista as a teenager embrace. i so glad you agree.
1: Okay, so then what about Tip or Isabella, one of the Northcliffs? <laughs> I'm sorry. Tib and Isabella are the same person. Ow!
0: <laughs> Was that like a nickname? <laughs> yes, Tib is a nickname for Isabella. Norcliffe and Isabella had a nickname for Anne, by the way, which was Tuft Hunter. I'm sure you could yeah, read yeah, into
1: it. Yeah.
0: I'm just saying. Yeah. Just a uh, couple of jaunty gals who are pals giving each other nicknames. All right, but motherfucking Tib. Potentially Eliza Rain when she's in that asylum. Catherine DeBarra, you've murdered my thinking. I gave you my heart, you left the thing stinking. I'll okay. break from your spell if it weren't for my drinking, and the wind bites more bitter with each light of morning. Oh, yes. I don't know why I did that so low. Became a baritone just then, guys. I don't know. I don't know. Blame the, the bourbon. Blame the booze.
1: Well, it's educational because I'm, I'm learning.
0: Look, you guys, I'm sorry. These lyrics just come to my mind automatically. No, but I'm not PJ Harvey. I'm not fucking PJ Harvey. And if you're a PJ Harvey fucking fan, I'm fucking sorry. All right? But just uh, consider this. how like my, my impromptu songs, of anything. I'm sure Celine Dion wouldn't be pleased either.
1: <laughs> no, I, I get it. I Yes.
0: Anyway, sorry, sorry, sorry. Too much booze, Broadway, all these things. Apologies, apologies <laughs> to anyone who has suffered.
1: You're a true saint, and I thank you for your gift to music. <laughs> all right, now I'm going to have to download this album again. I know
0: PJ Harvey is a hard pull. It's a hard pull for a lot of people. And so Fiona Apple is a better reference for you. So Boxer?
1: Okay, that's when we go in
0: here. How I'll can you it. not? Just even from the beginning of the song. Once my lover,
1: now, now my, my friend. friend. Oh, 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 it's so <laughs> evil, my, my love.
0: love. <laughs> the way you've no reverence for my, my concern. concern. That's
1: so Mariana. So I'll be sure to stay wary of you, <laughs> <love>. <laughs> wait, wait. I'm sorry. You're allowed
0: to laugh. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was not listen proper. <laughs> you are not proper. I mean, okay. Look, Fiona. Sorry, if I mean, you know, we love you. I've seen you many times. I've contributed to your income, so don't be mad. <laughs> we just <laughs> did that to your song, please. But how? Isn't this not? Isn't this? Isn't this? Like it's... Where we are in this moment with Mariana and Anne when we leave Leamington and we're in London and Anne is like, okay, you've hurt me. You've bruised me. You can still do that, apparently. And I was hoping that the hurt and the pain and the bruising would be less, but it's still as vivid as ever before. Right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bob and weave, bitch. You're going to try to get to me, try to get to the grubbles, try to get under my skin, and I'm going to bob and weave as I can, as I may, with my social visits because I want to be ready for what you do.
1: I mean, I invited you to (laughs) ship and you turned me down and said when charles died so what i guess i'm gonna need to do is i don't want to call it closing my heart to you but i will journey to the road to indifference of whether you choose to have feelings for me or not but while i you know while i need to lick my wounds i'm not gonna do that in front of you i'm just gonna just close off that side to you
0: the bridge where she's like oh it's evil babe the way you let your grace enrapture me well you know i'd be insane to ever let that dirty game recapture, recapture me. me i'm always like those dirty thighs i mean i'm sure mariana wasn't dirty but what happened within the thing led to stuff that wasn't the best
1: I mean, was this not the age of dysentery? Let me not. Oh, Let me whoa! not. Whoa! You know, I, I had a hot take just now,
0: but it's so rude. So I'm just going to keep it to my fucking self.
1: Eerily, eerily apropos.
0: I mean, that's basically where we are at as we start part three is... Well, we have some jaunty music, actually, because... Anne and Mariana have finally reached London. Booyah! And Anne is at some building, jaunting up the stairs two by two, which is really the only way to do it, especially <laughs> if you have long legs. And when we get to the top, we realize that she's visiting a familiar face, Veer, Veer fucking Hobart. So let's jaunt. Why not?
1: A little jaunt here. Now Veer's not alone. Veer.
0: She's a mother. Veer's got a. She has a whole ass baby. Because Veer was a very good het, and she did what hets do after which they get married, which is push out heir. an heir. Well, but a unfortunately,
1: mini-me. this is a daughter, so chances Miss are they'll, they'll be trying again aggressively. Oh no! Well, I mean, I guess she shan't say no. <laughs> she shan't say no.
0: Oh gosh! But like I said, it only took Veer two seconds to elevate herself above Mariana yep. in this episode, and given all of the, I shan't, I shan't say no incredible that she was able to within two lines supplant mariana i'm
1: just saying i mean and uh, Lista of course is looking like wow you you really did that you decided to have a you birthed the child
0: yeah was just, and it's like oh, i got a note from your man at the hotel so i came right over see a little babe little mm-hmm. bambino
1: and I'm glad that Veer's <laughs> over it.
0: She's over pregnancy. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's over the process. And as she says, she's still sore, which I would imagine uh, so. Yeah. Uh, uh, didn't even have some proper Advil back then, Veer. So <laughs> I know, I know you were going through it.
1: And I think she was like, uh, her name is Anne. <laughs>
0: and something, yeah. which Anne Lister makes a comment about like, oh, after Donald's mother. And she was like, yeah, well, that's what <laughs> that's what he likes to think. That's what <laughs> yeah. he thinks. But, you know. If she turns out to be brilliant and fascinating and, and bursting with energy <laughs> and ideas, well, we know who she got it from. And I was like, oh,
1: fear. A jaunty baby is what you're saying. So that means that while you were carrying this baby, you were praying jaunty prayers for this baby.
0: And I like to think of this as what I was saying before in one of the previous nightcaps that I said, eventually you would see that I felt like Anchoma and by extension Sally Wainwright had the same interpretation of her relationship with fear. That. Even though Veer put her through the extreme dophels with the heteroflexible propaganda she was engaging in, that I really felt like it seemed as though Veer admired Anne and no, found her yeah. smart and clever and things and things. And at the end of the day
1: But lots of people only did. so flexible <laughs>
0: in the non-hetero region, I suppose. Right. But yeah, that's that's the thing, is that she she is a contrast from Mariana in the sense that Mariana is still ashamed of so much. Mm-hmm. of Anne Lister, and at least in this adaptation, we definitely don't get the idea that Veer is concerned about anything to do with that. She finds Anne smart, and interesting, and fascinating. She was more so concerned about, like, can I actually grubble? Like, can I? Can I? Thought I to myself. Is this grubble for me? <laughs> you know, like, maybe it wasn't for Veer. It seems like it wasn't. She popped out a kid pretty fast. So it's a different type of sentiment, and it goes to what Anne says later in the episode about wanting to keep up her her friend circles and the friendship she cultivated while she was in Paris because that matters to her. They find her interesting. And even though Marianas will hear later has all kinds of ideas yeah, about what people does. probably or should think about Ann Lister. Um, like well, almost it, everything she says, it's not near the mark. Even it's a little never bit.
1: near the mark. She's so limited in her Sometimes way of near the mark,
0: But not this time because no, no. she was right about Veer, it, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, but she was definitely limited in her scope of thinking of how other people could view a possibly you know, tribute to kindness and fondness of an analyst.
0: Well, it's like what Anne said about the oddities later that, okay, eccentricities are more allowable when you have money and when you have status than when they're not, which is still the case. It's always the case. And Mariana just seems to have no real interest in that because she's so entirely preoccupied with what other people think. And of course it's easy in this society, especially with so many superficial things about it Uh, to feel cognizant about what other people think about you but i feel like mariana is one of those personality types that succumbs to it way too frequently and way too intensely in terms of how much am i going to shift about what i do with my life and what i say around the fact that these people might see this or hear this or think this thing about me and i'm terrified of having them think that thing that's more important than me actually being happy what's important is their perception of my happiness that matters not whether or not i'm actually happy and i don't know if you've ever known anyone like this but i certainly have And through other friends of friends who are like, oh, I have this one friend that's like this. And maybe you're in high school or something like that. You just have those types of friends that are really concerned with public perception of whatever clicks and clicks and whatever. And then you have other kids in school who really don't give a fuck. They're like, well, I'm still jaunting anyway. So Mariana is of the the former category where she's like, no, I really, really, really care. It's affected my day, actually, what these people have said about me. And I need to know that they think I'm good and proper and nice and great and popular. Or I'm going to have a fucking problem, which is not a way to live. Because if you're constantly looking Definitely at yourself not. through other people's eyes, well, there will be distortions.
1: <laughs> there will always be distortions. There will distortions, always be distortions. And you will never see your full worth in someone else's eyes. It's impossible. Yeah, so.
0: Well. Hmm. Unless it's like the one. I don't want to say it's impossible because that as a version of that happens. with Well, but a version of that happens with Ann Lister and Ann Walker. When Ann Walker says, well, when I'm with you, I could take on the world. So I don't I feel like it's a, it's a different type of phrasing because you can find strength and see yourself through how someone sees you. If you especially are dealing with poor and low self-esteem and right. someone's and like no you're the shit you. yeah right so, that, so that's what i'm saying like i'll dial that statement back because that's not true but certainly where
1: marianne is concerned i mean
0: she's a hot mess and so Anna's is over there with fear
1: and fear says uh you know i was thinking on you the whole time
0: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> is that what she said
1: <laughs> you got me through coitus
0: thank you i can't <laughs> i
2: mean hey
0: I'm not gonna deny that Anne and the, the Braves should be a fun and warm image mm-hmm. to most people, but you know I, I'm not gonna judge Vera Hobart for letting a crinkly dick get her going. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it's the demo for some Juan.
1: And then you know to be someone. to get Insta pregnant is the best way to be like you know what you ain't gotta come near me again. I did. This is your duty. It's done. You know what? That's when I would
0: use the hip propaganda on my side. Like, especially if I was in a Mariana Lawton situation. And poor her. She never got a goddamn air. At the minute that air popped out, I would invent all kinds of things that don't exist. But because men don't really know what's going on with the woman's body, how could they tell me I'm wrong? Right. And I'd be like, oh, my God, this child broke my vagina. It's done. It's done. We, We can't try again. We can't jaunt horizontally again. Nothing is happening in this arena. It's broken. It's shut down. It's like Listerwick, Closed TBD. And they were like, kid, that's your husband. I'd be like...
1: <laughs> if it's not working, it's not working. Now, you know what I just thought of? Like, Ursula's laughs she's like... <laughs> right. Now, if he wants to try to, you know, unlock it, he has to start from up here. So he needs to, like, okay, he needs to start up here. What's that? What's the bottle? No, no. Oh, sorry. Oh! Right. Oh, wait there. a minute! <laughs> what is this? Health class! He's to, right. He's trying to uh, um, unlock it. It's, Lord, it. if y'all it's could see this It's overly fucking, clenched. So he's just going to start from the top here. Terrence and- is doing, it's completely and <laughs> entirely ah!
0: out of control.
1: What? He has to learn how to please a... He
0: has to please his wife. Man. Uh, you, don't, you don't know what that is. You don't hey, got no. that energy.
1: I mean, I don't know if it's common among all women, but for me, and then what I'm going through with my body, I mean, the woman's physician, she's not going to know what to do. Well, he, the woman's physician is a man. He's not going (laughs) to (sighs) know.
0: Really, he's not going to know. And I love that Vera's like, well, give it a go. And she's like, take the baby. I know how you all have children. And it's like, okay, Uh, all right. Take off my gloves. Get a good look at this little person. And it's kind of adorable because she's like, oh, well, it's a girl. So already we're starting out on, right. The, right on the right foot. foot. Uh-huh. And then Veer starts to inquire about like what she's up to, what she's doing, I what mean. is going on. And it's like, oh, you know, on the travels, came over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of this, this section of questions, actually, before I start that, because Veer is like, like she asked questions I think in Vera the way was that X like, would. But,
1: right, but not really. But she-,
0: she but she didn't have like jealous jaunts. She right. had curious jaunts. Right. Which makes Veer non-toxic in that respect. Which can, is good. Right, and you I can, can talk appreciate it. Right. 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 Veer asks how long she's staying in London. And she's like, I don't know, maybe a fortnight, depending. And she's like, oh, on what? Mm-hmm. And immediately I'm like, a woman. <laughs> woman? Women. Plural woman, but definitely Mariana. And Anna's just like, oh, things. <laughs> which I'm like, Veer has to know those quote-unquote things are things that involve ladies. Crosses. Lady women. <laughs> <laughs> Not incurring crosses, because let's be honest, is anyone incurring a goddamn cross right now no, with Mariana's? No. 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 She's just literally like, I got women problems, and I've had them since Lemington. I have. And I, if you're asking me what what should I do about it, what will I do? Stay busy. Because I don't actually have answers for what to do about this. I don't know how to permanently break up with Mariana because I want her feelings,
1: but also can't be in the same room with her right now
0: because she's getting on my goddamn nerves. So um, I'm just going to jaunt. All right, see just, people.
1: All right, I'm just going to be an avoidant. Uh, that's going to be my love language. I, I'll just be uh, supplying the distance. Yes. She mentions
0: that she's going to Paris and then south through the Overgain and then on to Rome or north to Copenhagen, which is when Veer's like, oh, oh! You simply you must, you, you must you, you go, to go to Copenhagen. Ready. You simply, mu- simply must call my sister, <laughs> my half-sister, who evidently is out there in Copenhagen, Lady Harriet, and has an odd little husband going from Veer, which... <laughs> There. if you calling her husband odd, I, I hate to see what you're referring to. But apparently he has a bunch of handy court connections. And we know Anne Lista, snobby Anne Lista, loves to party with the rich folk. Right. So it sounds right up her alley. Who's who? I could do that. in hanging? Okay. And uh, the phrase that Veer uses, it just reminded me, like, they, were, they just sounded like two haughty bitches having a conversation about, like, just socializing. Because, you know, we've talked about Ann Lister, played by Saran Jones, the kind of accent she's using and what that gives off. And then certainly the actress playing Veer has a certain type of accent. And then Gemma Whalen playing Marion, different type of accent. And so there they're talking. he's like, oh, my sister's positively gagging. Gagging. <laughs> For interesting companies. Like, is she gagging i suppose if all you have to do all day is be rich and socialized then one might be gagging for
1: right if you're surrounded by dull and stupid women then i could see you being starved for i wouldn't
0: even say dull stupid women I, by the patriarchy because what are you supposed to do if you are a person of means And you are a woman. You are a bird in a cage. You're there on display to do pretty things, like sometimes play music or sing a song, and then get married, stay pretty, pop out some kids, and and mind your business. So... These super, super wealthy women in court, when they're not doing their things to make them more cultured, like, oh, let me practice this instrument and do this. They're bored. At least if you're bored, you know, you got back problems. You got the black lung. Probably going to die at 35. But you know what? Your days are full. You don't even have time to be bored because you're too busy trying to figure out how to live and stay alive like the children of the mine. Watch out, mister. (laughs) Oh, man. Those
1: poor kids.
0: You know, maybe they wouldn't be so obtuse if you would take the furrows out the street and put them... I don't know, in a school. In a school, right? I don't know. <laughs> uh, day school, Mrs.
1: Priestley? How will she day get school? there?
0: <laughs> Good Lord. Ooh. And then after, Veer asks Anne who she's traveling with and she's just like, oh, deep sigh, deep sigh. And that's when Mariana actually comes up where she's like, well, you know, I came with my friend, Mrs. Lawton from Lawton Hole, Cheshire. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> but you know she's not crossing the water with me and we're both like,
1: thank God!
0: Right. Thank God. She does not need to cross the water. We do not need more consistent fights and moody grubbles. This is not what we signed up for.
1: I was surprised people didn't get let out of the carriage halfway through the, before they even got to it's London. Because Anne's
0: a gentleman. Like, I would never kick a bitch out of a car or a carriage, but I, I would kick myself out. Like, I could see right. myself stop dropping and rolling, just tuck, tuck and roll out the car. Candace, what are you doing? I wasn't going to kick you out, but I needed to remove myself from the situation, so I just tucked and rolled into the field. (laughs) You take the carriage, you take the gig back. And it made me curious, and I guess we'll see what's in the script, is if there's any deleted lines or scenes that indicates Mariana and Anne having a conversation about her not crossing the water. If that was some sort of maybe maybe possibly expectation Anne had, but then given the events that's happened that <laughs> Charles
1: crib and Leamington. Uh, right. And, I think she was like, no, yeah, no, this their Gruber a was right. not a Gruber. Right. It
0: was just a gig. It was just a carriage. There yeah, was no, that's, that sucks was, for you. There was no, <laughs> no sucks for Mariana. She's yeah. like, no, it, it does. I literally came here and caused a whole extra three works fights with my husband to get this grubble only to find out that you got another help. You trying to bring in the house? And now I can't enjoy my grumble the way I normally do, which is stress-free, that no bitch can replace me, which is what Mariana would prefer.
1: Well, I mean, if you want to be in that position, you need to provide oh my the God. perks.
0: <laughs> you know, it just came back to me, a scene that I know you will scream in the Ann Lister movie, where I do feel like in terms of, of their portrayal of Mariana, like I don't necessarily like how they... The performance of Ann Lister seems more narrow like you don't get the impression of just how well read she was or how physically capable and active she was in her estate so you don't like the the sentiment that we get in the show i'm always all right and there's a certain toughness in the exterior to ann lister in the film i can only use the word desperate Oh. And in some instances, I take issues with the creative expression of Ann Lister's desperation. And I know like people can do what they want when they make their films and decide how right. they decide to interpret it. It's just after reading all the things and things and things, and of course, watching the show that now has created this bias that will exist forevermore in Saran Jones's favor, I just don't feel like the portrayal of Ann Lister was as multifaceted as I would prefer and as she deserves because she's such a complicated woman, which is to say, I could feel desperation for Mariana, but am I going to look this obviously desperate where other people can see me? I don't know that I believe that. I do believe that there are moments in time where you can have a moment with your partner and just lose all propriety and not be able to save face. But consistently. You know what I mean? And so I just felt like it did a disservice to the fullness of Ann Lister and how complicated she was in dealing with these women and what she did keep to herself and to her vest and what she was private about. But what you will like is that Mariana really comes off as a bitch in this fucking film. Really comes <laughs> off as a selfish bitch. She's really just sort of like, Look, Freddie. But what about my girls? Well, so you know how I mentioned too that I'm like they Tib is in the film and she's played by the actress who plays Anna in Killing Eve. And I enjoy her as Tib, and if there was something I could add to the series that isn't currently there, it would be a Tib popping up because I find her interesting and fascinating as well. And they sort of touch on in the film her, what we've covered in Gruber Confession Entries and Other Things, where she is still very much into Ann She wants to be with her. She's going to share her. She's like that song that I said uh, from P.J. Harvey, Catherine, where it's just sort of like I would rather not be stuck feel so completely stuck to this attraction, to this want of you. And yet here I am. Here I am. Yeah. What am I going to do with this feeling? So Mariana in a moment in that part in the diaries that we'd actually covered that when things start first start to go sour between Mariana and Anne, after the marriage, she kind of reaches out to Tib and her and Tib are are talking more frequently again and engage in sexual activities. And in the movie, they have a scene where Mariana is essentially aware of this as she's trying to assert control over the situation and what she essentially says is like you know freddy if this marriage is going to work i.e between her Ugh. and
1: and Anne, you have to remain faithful and uh, i heard but what you, about i charles? heard you screaming what about charles i could just i could i already see <laughs> where i'm gonna be but the
0: way the actress plays it like it's just like like you're gonna be ready to destroy things and pull your hair out and you don't have that much hair in your head, like so I guess your beard hairs. How obtuse
1: are you? Like I can't.
0: But is it obtuse or is it just selfish? No, it's manipulative. Right? Right? Yeah, 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 it's manipulative. That's where that's where I go. Manipulative. So yeah, I just happened to see that the other day, and I was like, oh lord, when we watch this, it's gonna be a hot fucking mess. And so I was curious about if Sally has something in the script because I told you I've been waiting to read that just to wait to see what happens in the moment. Is that something that she wrote? Is that another discussion that they had that was potentially cut? or are we just supposed to intuit that this is what would happen because of what we've seen so far with Mariana and Anne that it's completely fucked for the trip. Because even though Anne would just like to potentially be like, okay, whatever, whatever, and just focus on being social and not thinking about Anne Walker, Mariana's to the point where she's incapable of bringing her right. up. She's so insecure right, about it. Right. She's like, every five minutes, she's like, I think it's really funny. But, you know, if you haven't mentioned your little Miss Walker in like five minutes. And Anne is
1: like, girl, can I read the paper? You
0: and your reading
1: and writing. And uh, I'm uh, like, oh my God, she's literally being herself.
0: Oh my gosh. And then eventually Anne mentions that she left Mariana at the hotel almost as soon as they arrived, so she better not not stay out too long and I'm like stay out as long as you want
1: but I get it
0: propriety and all that shit
1: and then we cut to the hotel well for what we can see of it I mean it's, I feel like this is the quick pop in and out it is Mariana <laughs> is
0: passed out on some kind of chaise lounge she got a book on her chest like she was trying to read something but gave up on that because she was like I'm she was bored like, uh,
1: reading, is... I <laughs> You're like, reading
0: is hard I don't want to do it I prefer to grubble which I can understand that I
1: yeah I can understand it too
0: and basically blows through the door like a gust of wind jaunty wind
1: right she's taking off one coat and almost as if she's about to put on a totally different coat
0: yeah she's like oh hey uh how you doing i'm just i know just jaunting in and out and mariana tries to ask you questions like oh how was she how was fear like how did it go and Anna's just like, really, really, wow. As she's breezing past and doing things, she's like, she's great. The baby's great. Everything's fucking great. And Mariana's just like, cool, cool. I don't really care, actually. I don't care at all. I was Averis kind of great. hoping
1: that we could go to or Like, we can go and shop for...
0: That's how she says three people left her notes, though. She's like... Because <laughs> she's still... She's, al- she's already in that light bitch mode where she's like, you know, three people left you some shit, like, right after you left. Like, literally, right after you left to see beer. three people came over to see about you. And I'm mad about it because no one came over to see about me.
1: And, of course, she mentions, like, the names of who. She's like, oh, I was told that I need to go and visit them, but they're on the other side of
0: town. Well, she reads the names, and we know some of these names are things that have popped up in our diary or not, but it's uh, Lady Mexborough, Lady Gordon, and she's especially happy about a letter from Lady Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) Because she, like, holds it to her chest like, oh, Lady Stewart. Like, she's having some fond memories. And Mariana's just in the back like, yo, what the... Those are all women who wrote you. I mean, I don't, I would be weirded out if a dude wrote you, but at the same time, why do you look so happy at these women writing you? And I'm like, Mariana, who wouldn't be happy at women writing her? Especially older women like Lady Stewart, because as we've already said, women are like a fine wine. They only get better with age. So <laughs> the Mrs. Stewarts of the world are the coup de grace, if I may say so. And just to ask Ann Lister earlier this episode when she was talking about Mrs. Ralston. <laughs> I was about to say. She say always what? had done. She always had done. No, Mrs. Rawson. But she was like, you know, she's she's always been kind of interested in a grubble. When yes. she was talking to Christopher. So Anne has a thing for older ladies. Certainly flirting with them. And um, I can respect that energy. I feel that's an energy everyone should be on. Well, flirt with older women. We'll all be there
1: one day. Wait, what? You mean old? One day we'll all be there. So you're saying you no, want no, someone no. to
0: flirt with you? No, no, no. When no, you're no. old?
1: I'm saying that one day we will all be there with that energy for older women. We as in, like, society? Well, Or yeah, we as in us in this room? Because with- us
0: in this room, I'm already there. <laughs> I've been there. No, yeah, I literally I know. said to you, it's, Im- it's impossible I I for me now to be there. Well, right. are you bringing up? I'm just saying that You're I'm- bringing up Gail, You're bringing up the Baroness. You're bringing up Eleanor Parker. Look, Eleanor Parker was an extremely older woman at the time that I saw Sound of Music. But I'm really talking about, too, what has happened, like I said before, with my faves from when I was very young. And every last one of them. Is like 50 or older and it's hot all the way from the Gina Torreses of the world to the Lucy Lawless's to the Jillian Anderson's to, I mean, look you at motherfucking so Angela picks. Bassett.
1: Right, right.
0: Angela Bassett's like, what, 61? I don't, I don't even know. What she, it's, it has stopped making sense for Angela Bassett. She's look an at Halle Berry talking right. about, oh, I got abs for the first time past 50. Halle, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what you older bitches are drinking. I'm just saying, keep drinking it. Keep the fuck drinking
1: it, okay? It's for people like me. Janet is spilling the beans. Okay, this
0: is how Oh my God, try. Janet, too! I'm so mad I didn't see her in Vegas. But I have friends go see her in Vegas, but I was doing too
1: much. And now Bruno Mars is at Vegas, and I'm like, well. I don't want to see no damn Bruno Mars. <laughs> he's probably going to have cocaine um, on the stage while I, he's dancing. Listen. Oops.
0: <laughs> is that a hot take? Well, whatever. <laughs> also, why not? Um, how about Jessica fucking Lang from uh, American Horror Story? She's like fucking 70 now, I feel like. And she's been turning up in American Horror Story for like, what isn't it almost a decade old show at this time?
1: You know, actually, yeah. Are we that removed from like Ryan Murphy's like early experimental I feel like we are
0: because the first time I experienced Ryan Murphy was like popular. Like middle school, high school, popular. Right,
1: yes. And then
0: I don't know how many years separated between that and Glee. And then when American Horror Story debuted, but I feel like we're we're in a decade old Ryan Murphy experiment when it comes to that.
1: Holy moly!
0: Oh my god! So according to Google, the first season debuted in 2011, so nine years. Right. So this is well. right. Okay, so that whole time Jessica Lange been flexing, and we all know that uh, Helen Mirren can still get it. I mean, honestly. Do I tell lies? Listen, <laughs> do I tell lies? And dare I say, dare I say Dame Judy Dench, <laughs> you know, listen, um, Hollywood got her fucked up right now. As I was saying to you earlier with motherfucking cats. Okay. Yeah, they, that, got, that looks they got, they got the Dame, the Dame in a fucking cat suit, fostering nightmares across the globe. But, uh, if she's bringing some of that M in skyfall energy, you know what I'm saying? Commanding people to do some wild shit. I don't know. I I think I might lose my wits for Dame Dench. (laughs) I'm just saying I just don't know. Right. Come with that M energy. I'd be like, but Miss Dench, you're a Dane. But yes, sir. Yes, sir. Captain, (laughs) sir. (laughs) Can I call you sir? Or should I call you Dench? Mm. Miss Dench? Dame Dench? (laughs) (laughs) Reporting for duty. Reporting for duty, Captain Dench. At your service. All respect and love to Miss Dench. (laughs) Dave Dench, should she ever come across this jaunty podcast and be like, know. what the right. fuck? But also, uh-huh. I'm just saying, I'm not telling lies. Oh, you know what else just popped up my head too? Vanessa Williams, because isn't she like 60s? Right. Like, like she's been around for a hot second. She has. So, I mean, I could go on for eons and eons with names. Point is, the patriarchy is weird. The patriarchy doesn't seem to understand what age does for ladies, but I'm glad I do. I'm glad I get to enjoy all the content.
1: I was about to go on the Ultimate side tangent, but that was just more of yelling about patriarchy. But oh, rather, wait, wait, wait.
0: But why is that, give, is but it why off g- brand? Is it ever off brand I here? What is the
1: side rant? I mean, I feel like it's giving space to a thing that doesn't need the space, which is why I'm torn. Oh, nothing's right.
0: I'm torn. I know. I oh, know. Oh,
1: shit. I'm allowed of faith.
0: <laughs> Let me stop. This is how I feel. I'm cold and I'm shamed. <laughs> lying, make it
1: on the floor.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> shout out to. A lovely listener who wrote in was like, "Did you know that was a cover?" And did you?
1: I mean, yes, because
0: I used to listen to Howard Stern.
1: (laughs) Uh, Why did you say his name right? No, I I understand that.
0: I understand that. That is okay. So, since you mentioned, (laughs) since you mentioned Howard Stern, I will reveal something about my life that connects to him, and it's a sad, like it's not something I look back on with um fervor. And so, in an employment situation. I had to be at a show, a concert with the Foo Fighters. You know, remember them, those guys. Yeah. And someone was trying to gain access to the backstage in the show. And Howard Stern and his show was there. And so they were like having people do things. So I had to witness a fellow um, fart a Foo Fighters song for entry. And um, he I've did? not forgotten it because I'm so scarred. Yeah, he did it. That's what I'm telling you. That's the point of the story is that thanks to Howard Stern and the motherfucking Foo Fighters, Dave Grohl, I, me, I had to watch and suffer um, a flatulence performance. And uh, I remember it to this day because I was scarred then. I'm scarred now. I can still vividly see what that man looked like. And it's all bad. So don't feel bad. You mentioned Howard Stern. (laughs) I, too, have negative feels (laughs) wrapped around his fucking name. Little, and, I oh love, i was gonna say that mariana is just over it like yeah, she's, she's over it. everything
1: she feels left out okay she came she to is the left city. Out. she left out she came to london with ann lister thinking that they were gonna be i don't know two by two hanging out places doing things and these notes are coming in. miss lissa miss Lisa, none of them are for her oh okay, you but, must come to these
0: things but terrence if she thought that she should have thought twice about saying like oh you should apologize to me she should have thought twice about bringing up scarborough I Blackstone agree. Edge no, and saying how she was in a he, post of miseries and agonies.
1: And here comes Alyssa like, well, you know, I, I'd bring you with me, but they don't know you. So, I mean, I, I don't I'm not sure that <laughs> really matters. <laughs> they don't know you. And then, you know, wh- wh- what would you think to be seen with me just like this? You know? <laughs> I would have just had all the extra petty in my well, I definitely would have had the extra yes. petty. You know, are you sure you want to be seen with me looking like this? Like a man? And then people asking me if I'm a man? And Sure, but that's that's the thing. None of the wealthy people ask her that. Right? No, even when you see Sophie
0: in the carriage, and Anna's like, "Well, you've been looking at me too, bitch." She's like, "Well, I mean, you're very strange to look at." I'm not saying I, I, I don't like the strangeness. I'm just noting that there is strangeness to look at. And so, Mariana, she just she is all the way done and starts talking about wanting to take a trundle down Piccadilly. Right, that's <laughs> that whole sentence. Right. I know that's some British shit. Oh, take a trundle down Piccadilly. But the way she said it, and Anne just cuts her off because she has other stuff to do. Like, yeah, I've been
1: already invited. You you saw the notes.
0: She wants me to go with them at dinner. Oh, seven. Oh. And, and Mariana's like, oh, of course. But the only way that um, you can
1: get there for seven is if you leave now. She's like, oh, I will. <laughs>
0: And this is after her aunt says this whole thing about dinner. And then she, after the fact, answers Mariana's question. She's like, oh, yes, of course. Yeah, we can do that. Um, You can help me pick a a coffee pot for Veer." And Mariana's like, oh, great pick a coffee pot for Vio. she's like well i didn't get them a wedding present i was thinking to myself yeah propriety. and we know why not propriety she couldn't do you remember when she was she got the, wed- the, the wedding invitation in the episode and she just like clung to her desk yeah, she, and she was having a mini breakdown you can't buy coffee pots <laughs> when you're having mini breakdowns and even then in the fucking diaries analysts are out here stressing about what to spend on a coffee pot she's like i could spend like seven pounds less, 10 pounds less and get this used coffee pot, but it's used. Or I could get this fresh one, but it's this extra 10 pounds and bitch, I, I don't... See, I don't have Van Walker. I feel like if Van Walker was here, we just would have run through the fucking store, I've been like one, two, three coffee pots for Veer, press the bitch. But now I'm by myself, and I don't know what to do. Aww. yeah. Gift buying dilemmas. But then sometimes I wonder if she doesn't have just some of those other things that certain personality types have, where like making certain decisions takes way longer than you needed to, because you're considering all the pros and cons when you only really need to be considering two things. But you're just like stressing yourself out beyond oh, that's recognition. So easy. Yeah. yeah, that's me. <laughs> candace choose a sock
1: and there i am for like three hours I was like what? what do
0: i do what sock.
1: i just always play the look i can't do this but i'll try to do it but it's gonna take me a minute or i'll say my little phrase that you know what if you don't mind waiting for me to figure this out then we could do this so that way you already know it's going to be an extreme process. Like you would think uh, I'm fast flash forwarding to a post-apocalyptic event. And I'm like, well, what kind of sock would I, <laughs> would I want to have on? No, would seriously. I need to yeah. That's- really?
0: It's just, I can't help it. And I mean, Anne wasn't the most petty she could be, but I actually think she was because if you invite your current fuck buddy, to buy toys and presents for your once desired fuck buddy uh-huh. at the same time. Like that's a degree of petty, queer petty that can't really be replicated in other communities because where else are you going to run into some shit like that.
1: But, 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 here's what I love the most about this. You know, if you don't want to do this, you could just go to the funeral. Oh, wow. Well. Like you literally have somewhere you should be and you're over here pouting about needing something to do. So
0: yeah. <laughs> I think it's, hilarious so she's like my current shag at least for this trip helped me buy a present from my shag that i thought was gonna be my shag it was not my shag but we're still friends we're still friends (laughs) and mariana's like fuck that when i said we were gonna go down to trundle to piccadilly i meant you and me okay right do some sex toy shopping. Don't you I'm remember? Kidding. There's no sex toys back then. Don't you remember? I said you and I could never be just
1: friends. Well, guess what?
0: Could never, ever, ever be. Why did you just make me think of one of the worst, in terms of the dolefuls, queer films that I've ever seen, especially because I saw when I was really young, Lost and Delirious.
1: I ain't, I ain't got time for now. No. no. Nope. <laughs> Literally,
0: there's a line from one of the queer girls where she's like, we can never, ever, Ever be like, <laughs> can you imagine if someone's breaking up with you and instead of saying it's not gonna work out, babe, like I'm sorry, like I'm having problems or my parents are being weird or I'm trying to do weird shit, you're like, we can never, ever, ever be like you could say, I
1: love you and I think you're fantastic, but you know what else?
0: We can never, ever, ever be.
1: ever So, why, why put me on that roller coaster? Because when I hear that I love you, I'm going up like this. No, that movie, when I make make hear that we can never, ever, ever, no, no, okay. no, it brings you down and it brings you down in the worst
0: way. Like, just picture what happens, the worst thing that could happen to a gay person in a film, and that's what happens. So, so if. again, an important subject to talk about because we will be discussing these matters as it relates to Ann Walker, actually. And we get to the end of the episode, but, 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 but you don't, you don't, you don't want to see it. You know, the heads get motherfucking Jerry Maguire. Nobody dies in Jerry Maguire. The quiz, what do we get? Everybody dies except Motherfucking Juan. Shakespeare. Right. It's motherfucking tragedies, left and right.
1: Bury your gaze. I believe that's what they call that.
0: That is what they call it. And I say, all well, I can I'll, bury say, your right. I'll
1: say screw, right. Okay? Or, right. Bury your gaze under brace. Hey! <laughs> all right. Bury your gaze under brace. After Mariana
0: reminds Anna like oh my god if you have to go see this bitch at seven like isn't that in Richmond like it's gonna take you all this time to get over there like you're gonna have to get dressed right now she's like oh bitch you right bitch Uh, excuse me I'm gonna go get ready I haven't even unpacked so I gotta go and Mariana's just like wow 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 Wow." is this when we
1: get the outfit
0: actually it is after that we get the outfit because she goes to change and then she leaves Mariana in the thing in her jaunty vapors and Mariana's mad and then we cut to Ann Lister in a fucking proper dress
1: she needs like trying to have a, a civil conversation about some doleful experiences she's been having with the groom uh, well first we need to make a note that <laughs> Eugenie
0: is actually doing hair I've right. said before that Eugenie has not shown that she has any goddamn skills but she's good at this you're quoting Ann Lister right. um, she's a ladies maid and she's French and she has melanin right. all of those things <laughs> should lead to her being a decent hair braider my Ooh. god Eugenie So to me, that shouldn't be a shock. I was just happy we actually got to see the bitch do something besides throw the fuck up and flirt and get hated on (laughs) by the servants. And Anne has to say to herself, like, oh, damn, girl, like, so you got a skill. It seems you are actually good at this. She's like, well, ma'am, if if I actually had a a lady who liked for me to do their hair, you would know all of my hair doing skills. But this is the one time because, you know, it's the one time Anne has asked her when she was interviewing the ladies maid. She was like, you need to be able to dress a hoe, put on my great coat. okay?" Pass right. me my top hat, catch it when I throw it at you, yep. along with my walking stick and catch my coat when I throw it at you. And Eugenie was like, I guess I like, can do that. I she guess.
1: Like, can you do that? She's like, Queen.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's like, Queen, Queen." <laughs> I can. And she wasn't ready
1: for all that extra oh, shit. Oh good. Um, let me introduce you to uh to- wait,
0: wait, wait, can you imagine Eugenie's face? When Ed came in the room and she was like, Okay, Eugenie. Okay, look. I got a dinner and I'm wearing this. And Eugenie was like, you wearing what?
1: You wearing that? You've you've She's like, listen, I've been your lady's maid for a few months. I've never seen you put on anything that looked anything like this ever before. And she was like, and you want your hair up? You said you want plaits. (laughs) Bitch, what? Who are you? She was like, Eugenie,
0: shut the fuck up and just do what the fuck I'm telling you to do. This is what you get paid to do. She's like, all
1: right, can I, can I savor this though? Cause I don't think I'm going to be doing this again for a while. Right. Like I wish I could draw a picture of this cause I'm just never going to, I cherish this moment always.
0: I feel like Eugenie has that energy from Titanic where she's like, it's been 84 years. <clears throat> she's like, it's been 84 years. And I got to do something ladylike for uh, my lady. <laughs> oh, yay. Nan's like, don't get used to it, bitch. Don't get used to it. The jaunt will be returning in T minus five hours.
1: Okay, so do you remember that time when I was like a little too friendly with George Playforth and I accidentally oh almost God. had a baby? So like the opposite thing is happening with uh this uh the new groom. He's treating me like absolute garbage and I can't stand it. It's very frustrating.
0: Yeah, she's like, this bitch hate me and I don't see why he has to hate me when we have to work together. And Anne's just like, um, well, I mean, make a better effort. And I'm like, Anne! Anne! First of all, Anne... This is not how Misandry works. Like he <laughs> has to make the better effort, not Eugenie. But also, what? How can she make a better effort against bad talk you know and gossip?
1: What I would do if my lady's maid told me that my groom was treating her badly, I'd fire the groom. I'd horsewhip uh, his ass uh, and listen, then fire him. She would threaten anybody else with horsewhipping, but all of a sudden, for some reason, he's exempt from the horsewhipping. I don't. I don't get.
0: That would be my reputation around Halifax. Like, Candace always horse a bitch. Always men.
1: Right. No, <laughs> yeah. Mariana storms into this room. She's still huffing because she knows she's had an attitude. But now these are huffs of thirst.
0: <laughs> she is surprised. She is taken aback. She is turned on. She's a lot of things. But what she not is, is upset. And I assume that's how Sally wanted to play this. Especially given the mention of Scarborough and Blackstone Edge. And how she still clearly feels shamed by Anne's appearance. That this is indicative of what was at the core of their problem was at the core of Ann Lister's reckoning with herself and what was actually going to go down with Mariana or what was viable and healthy for her when she sat with this idea of like, okay, she's actually proper ashamed of me. She proper would change me. And in this moment, Mariana walks in the motherfucking room and sees everything on Ann Lister that she's wanted this entire time. She's what she perceives as a beautiful woman, feminine woman, shoulders out, neck out, all this shit. And Ann Lister... It's
1: like, I'm choking. I, this, right. this shit is tight as Mind fuck. Mind you, nothing's on her neck, but she's choking. No, no, no. is that's me. That's
0: me. Nothing on her neck, but I'm like, bitch, I'm choking. Get me out of here. You- I fucking flashed back to my sister's goddamn wedding that she had, and it was a beautiful wedding, but you know. You know what it is? I'm not even opposed to dresses. I just don't. Dresses have never really been my thing, and I kind of partly blame... Private school and Catholic school. Because they like force you to be in dress oh, and oh, skirt I'm sure. this entire time. I am so sure. Like it's just the concept of what it is is suffocating to her. Like she doesn't have to have fabric around. Like her cravat is always like super tight on her fucking neck. And she's like, whatever, I'm good with this. But she's got an open neck, open collarbone situation. She's like, I'm choking. I'm choking, I'm suffocating. Someone get this fucking shit off me. I don't fucking like it. And uh, I think a lot of people could probably relate to that who don't like to be in dresses in particular. That is not to say that there aren't some dresses sometimes, maybe, that I wouldn't be into. But at the same time, it's not like a gown situation. Like, I feel like I'm more towards, like, the club situation but right. even then give, when I was, I was in the say, club situation it was like wings, club maybe. kid right, right.
1: Like, <laughs> like make it dramatic right make it drama <laughs> right put me <laughs> in make the actual birdcage, cage right
0: right like give me some lights give me some props and things like that and I can really like jaunt off but when it comes to just like status quo I'll say one of the most uncomfortable situations I was ever in was a friend of mine who was working on an ad campaign and had another co-worker who like was like oh let's use Candace for these sunglasses advertisements and i was like okay i mean i guess but then the actual doing of the thing it was horrible like i was so uncomfortable and it's not that i i mind having attention on myself although i just i don't know the introvert in me prefers not to but in terms of people staring like that's not a big deal people staring when i'm in a Dress or something like that. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. People staring when I'm in a shit ton of makeup, you know, especially I didn't do myself, which is what happened that day. They had an MUA and all this stuff. And then I'm already tall and they had me in some fucking stilettos, So I felt like I was seven foot, which normally would be a good thing if I'm in some boots, but not in those goddamn stilettos. So I was over there taking pictures by the Brooklyn bridge. I tell you, I was a hot mess, Tarance, and people were like, "Oh, look at you," because they assume you're doing something. Because oh, look at these people with a camera and look at this equipment here, oh, and you're that's doing just something,
1: extra attention right? Alert. Or people just right,
0: right? So it was horrible. I it was absolutely horrible,
1: and I was Louis Vuittons or whatever. I it got was on. bad.
0: It was bad. It was bad. And I just think it has something to do with like extra feminine femininity in a certain way that bothers me because no, it's not I about it. showing skin. Right. No. i went to Burning Man. Right. I don't have any issues with nudity or things of that nature. However, exposure through certain types of gendered clothing does bother me
1: right because so then now you're gonna just have this presumption of me and it's like look yeah. i only look like this right now i'm never gonna look like this again so whatever you're thinking just you you don't you don't have it i
0: didn't really recognize <laughs> myself the mua put on so much makeup which i guess is what they do for uh, models but yeah. i'd never worn that much makeup in my life and i was just like yo, as long is?
1: as my chin matches my neck i'm okay but when i feel like <laughs> it doesn't then we're going to fight I was just like, I don't fucking know, man. I'm curious as to how you think. Do you think that the conversation that Mariana had with Anne played a part in the outfit she chose to wear to go out to dinner that day
0: i'm sorry i said again i think, do you think uh that- my thing like deleted something no! but i'm trying to get it back
1: undo 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 something <laughs> like this
0: i'm like shaking my undo phone problem. Around, like, I it! There's a i'm problem. sorry okay
1: so what was your question do you think that the argument the discussion that was had between mariana and alista led to the particular intentional choice of this outfit for this evening's uh function
0: no I think that Lady Stewart is very specific about what she would like, like Anne said. And I don't I think she was past like placating for Mariana. She was just doing what she had to do to do her society shit. I just think and certainly in the way this is told in the show, that it works out well for Sally and her juxtapositions of the characterizations of the people we see and helping to explain Anne Lister further. Because to me it's a, it's like a it's like icing or whipped cream on the shit pie that Mariana has prepared for Anne Lister, which is just to say, I would prefer you this way. And even if at some other time when they weren't in the height of their fight, she was like, oh, I didn't really mean it that way. Like we saw in the carriage, oh, I didn't really say it like that. Well, I didn't actually mean that. Well, you're taking it too seriously.
1: No, but you said those words. No, I no, either. but this is what I mean, that you can't, how it's played
0: by Lydia Leonard, which is so well, that from the minute she opens the door, her mouth is agape. She is taken back and she is impressed. And that's why I, when we were watching, I was like, she wants a grubble right now. In fact, she would take five because she is extremely turned on. So yay, you know, full confirmation of Mariana's queerness. But also full confirmation of why her and Ann Lister ultimately cannot work right, right. long term, particularly if we care about the mental health of either lady, but especially Ann Lister. Yeah, Ann doesn't
1: deserve to be that kind of, um, she's not you know, a piece of meat for, even for Mariana. She's just not. So
0: I mean, she has been a piece of meat for Mariana. Well, I mean,
1: well yeah. Ann just
0: wants the meat in the braise. And Mariana's like, but what if it was in a petticoat? I would prefer it. And there's nothing wrong with preferring petticoats over braids. I just don't think you should like ask someone to change or demand that they change or insist that they change any of those things because that's fucked
1: up. Agreed.
0: And we had some questions from our Patreons about this, and just wondering about like the thought process that Anne could have been going through and what she could have been thinking in her own head. And well, for one, I love that Saran Jones, her physicality, is the same in the dress. Right. She's like, still if jaunting, She's clonking like, around. Right, she right. doesn't it. and it's great because obviously Saran Jones, as a human, is a woman who knows how to wear gowns and stuff and stuff and look dainty or walk with whatever. I'm sure there's some video somewhere where she's playing a hat or something else where she is walking less jaunty but just to see her with that like (laughs) super butch right fucking positioning (laughs) posturing (laughs) where she's just like bitch i'm in these shoes okay uh ooh, and she she can barely stand herself she's looking in the mirror she's like god this is so uncomfortable god this is so not me like what is this and mariana comes
1: in mouth agape but then she says something dismissive as well to mariana
0: and initially says will this do indicating her dress because she needs to be able to pass muster with lady stewart who prefers women in low-cut dresses And, you know, while aesthetically you're like, oh, look, Ann Lister's shoulders. You're like, oh, Ann Lister's shoulders. That's
1: right. That's done. Unless Ann Walker
0: has convinced her to remove the braids and everything else, I don't need to see these damn shoulders.
1: (laughs) Sorry, so Because I personally could see Ann Walker, I don't want to say laughing at him.
0: She would. (laughs) She would. would. She'd be like, babe, what is this? Why are you you said to do this? Why Why are you you wearing this dress? Like she, I mean, think about how she laughed at Mrs. Priestley. Right. I think she would chuckle the hell, especially because Ann Walker clearly prefers the more masculine presenting Ann. Because again, she ran after that hoe while she was still wearing brace 10 years prior. So I think that she, that because Ann Walker loves Ann Lister for who she is and how she presents herself, that to see her presenting herself as not herself would make her laugh. Versus the opposite of Mariana, where she's like, huh, drool, huh, well, that's hot. And Anna's just like, really? Really? Oh, okay. Huh. See? That, that doesn't make me want to grumble. I
1: just want you to know, Look, I'm not in the mood to grumble. That's the other Avril song. <laughs> Which one? Chill out, what you yelling for? Lay back, solving <laughs> <been> something, something. <laughs> I know this song. I'm just drunk. Give me a second. Why am I here? Why was I singing this?
0: <laughs> Why am no, like, I track singing it back, this? track it back, track it back.
1: Um... Well, I mean, it's basically a song about, like, you know, why are you dressing up like somebody else around everyone else? You're watching your back, like, you can't relax. You're trying to be cool. You're looking <laughs> like, like a, a fool, fool to, to me. me. Right. Why is it all coming back? <laughs> I can't stand I you. Knew, I knew it was Emmy. Which it.
0: means it was somewhere in me because you sing enough lines and suddenly I'm like, oh, here we go, karaoke and gentleman Jack crack again. Like Mariana right. has nothing to no. say. Anne she's is so taken for, aback.
1: Right, but Anne was looking like Mariana was going to give her like a criticism on a way that she's like, I don't know if it's her posture or if it's her her hair. Oh, she actually and, says the
0: line um, about these people really get you excited, don't they? Something that effect. And Ann Lister's like, these people fucking unnerve me, is what they do. Because look at what I'm doing to try and fit into the crowd. So actually, you've misread again, Mariana, what's going on. (laughs) But I'll finish the line because she does one of her Ann Lister lines where she's like, but we're not alive, are we, if we're not trying to better ourselves? Ooh. Touche. Ooh. I mean, Mariana's dead because (laughs) Mariana's not alive. She's living a muted life. She's not trying to better herself. I don't believe that to be true.
1: That was she's uh, trying to better the grubbles, but I mean she could have willfully have been obtuse in that moment and chose to just ignore the fact that a statement was ever said versus take it personally because she's yeah, she's Who Ann Lister? No, uh, Mariana. Oh, Mariana, right. She she checks out when Ann Lister talks often.
0: I mean, but Ann Lister's kind of, like we said, she's petty at the end of the conversation. After that comment, she's like, well, too bad you can't come with me because, well, you don't know them. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it could be fun for you, but it won't be because you'll be here. Excuse me. <laughs> I must go <laughs> And Mariana's like, oh, great. It's, it's great. It's fantastic. And for me personally, I wonder if Sally in general, and Troma and all the consultants and whoever helped out, drew comparisons in the way that I did to Anne's previous encounters with Mariana, especially as we referenced Scarborough and Blackstone Edge, where Mariana was the one on the ends with the social people. Mm-hmm. Mariana was the one that was going on social calls where Anne was not wanted, and she eventually felt like, well, I guess I should stay here. And Mariana was like, yeah, you should. <laughs> oh! That's when y'all supposed to be spending time together. That's not what you do. That's not what you do, Mariana. But that's what she did. And so, for me personally, I draw parallels to this, and I'm sure I'll bring it up more extensively in the nightcaps because that's where the entries become relevant. But that's that's what I think. I think that it's an interesting flip of of power dynamics. That's why is the one in power. She's smarter now. She's read more books. She's got better friends, and she's got more confidence.
1: Right. So that was why I was hoping that this was like a petty retort outfit included as like a bonus. Considering how petty S-
0: Sally Wainwright has been able to show us that she is in her scripts, we don't know. Yeah, we, we that don't could know. still that remains to be seen. When Maybe. we get the script Maybe. breakdown,
1: we'll 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 know for sure.
0: Maybe. And bigger than that, I wonder if Mariana has any sense or self-awareness to draw comparisons between Scarborough 10 years ago and right right now. To be like, I'm giving her this energy, and she's not even doing anything malicious to me, really. She's ignoring me and being petty in the way that, like, lovers can be when you have a fucking fight. But my shit was malicious. Like, what I was doing was fucking malicious and had actual, real fucking uh, results.
1: My goal was to eviscerate her. Right, 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 right.
0: Well. I won't say eviscerate for Mariana, but when you don't, like, you don't defend, like, I don't know how, I don't know what that is, because I'm a very opinionated person, and if I hear some crazy shit, I'm gonna say some crazy shit out, I'm gonna call you out. And so I don't know what that is, to not call someone out for stuff, like, to be protective of their character, if they're your friend or your lover, and you're like, this is a good person, but we don't see that for Mariana, and judging from what Anne is saying, it doesn't exist, it's not like Ann Walker, who from in several points was like, I'm here alone with Catherine. No one's here to see me. Ann Lister's not here to see me, but I'm defending her. No, 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 that's actually not true. No, no, you're only saying that because she's actually super special and different and clever, and you don't know how to deal with that. Versus Mariana, who's like, girl, you're right. <laughs> Lister is so weird. Oh, my God. I wish she would stop wearing those braids. That's the vibe <laughs> I get from Mariana, that when she's away... And she's with other people trying to be social and do whatever, have propriety, that she talks that shit. Because that's the two-faced nature I get from her, where it's like, I will I say this to fit in, let's even two-faced. if I don't mean it. I'm okay with that. Because she, she's putting two fronts to the world, essentially. Either you care primarily, or you prioritize this woman you say you love, or you don't. Like, it can't be both. It can't be two things.
1: Well, she's prioritizing her bag, and she just hopes that- She don't got a bag, which is right.
0: why it's, I mean. <laughs> and Ann Lister basically takes one last annoyed look at herself in her outfit, where she's just like, just still dumbfounded, like, what? Everyone says this is working. And am I the only sane person in here that's like, this is definitely not working? Okay, well, you say it is. Let me trust this ridiculous perspective because I'm trying to impress these people. And then she pieces the fuck out and leaves Mariana again in a whirlwind of her jaunty vapors where she's like, yo, what the fuck? She and was also, who here. is she gonna go going to go play with? Right. I want to see more of her in that dress. Matter of fact, I will take the dress off, but that's not going to happen because I don't think we get another grubble and quite frankly, with how bad and disastrous those initial globals went. I'm sure Anlash is like, forget it.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be in a rush it. to revisit those spaces. Nope.
0: We don't go to the captain now, do we? No, we actually go to those baby huts.
1: Oh, well, sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean a baby gag. It's not a man. <laughs> That's a baby gag. So um, this is uh, the guy working on his map. No, that that happened already. No. <laughs> that happened already.
0: It's uh they're at the Soudin farm and Washington is pulling up on his horse and he sees uh, Mama Soudin who says that the child Thomas is inside. And he's making some stares with his younger brother because, you know, if you're not working on the Shibden estate, what are you doing? And he basically says he spoke to Susanna and Miss Lister, but the younger one, Marion, mm. who spoke to his wife, who had some ridiculous misgivings, which are probably well-deserved, about Thomas Souden, And he's also a murderer. Now that <laughs> I, I mean, I I'm not concerned about right, his murder, right. but somebody will. Like, we know this is going to come back to bite Thomas in the fucking mm-hmm. ass. But basically, he's like, yeah, Marion helped bring my wife around and now they would like to give him their blessings. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's it's
1: a het affair. So I'm just like
0: he know. also adds it's good to have friends in high places. And I'm like, what that mean? So is that you knowing that he's benefiting from some type of privilege of getting in well with Anne? But also well, you're listening he's a
1: tenant to tenant of Anne, So I guess nah. he's sense. a tenant of
0: Anne Walker. Remember? Oh yeah. He's living on Crow Nest and and wanted to deal with Washington because he had information that would be useful to help her estate already running uh, Anne Walker's estate. So he that's why their house is nicer. It's Ann Walker stuff. Right. It's not Ann Lister. If it was Ann no, Lister's, it I probably would that look that's... like the Southern Farm. No. I mean, that's not to say it's the roof over your head and shit. But one of those roofs got hay and one of them doesn't. And I just think the one that doesn't is Also,
1: since they live in the goodness of, you know, Ann Walker's farm, you know, I could see now why someone like Thomas would go and visit a child who lost his leg that's living on the list of property and be like hey I whittled you a toy cause you know I could <laughs>
0: <laughs> well Thomas is very handy so I do think that Anna was right about that that he's proactive and so he she is should... a provider
1: Thomas should whittle that boy a peg leg
0: oh sorry how do you know a peg,
1: peg leg <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I just say he should try
0: but you know sometimes when you put prosthetics on people it's very painful Yeah, the, yeah, uh, and yes. I imagine whatever the fuck Thomas built would suck
1: And then um, just
0: further damage what was left of his leg.
1: Damage, yes. And then (laughs) also there's a pressure convergence that can happen because when you're sitting or uh, applying pressure on something artificial, it's meeting the flesh at a focal point. And then that's the place where it's going to callous. It's going to do all of these things. So I don't know if you've ever dealt with like a callused foot or like, you know, um, where not it's necessarily just. callus
0: foot. I've had when I was playing strings very often, I would, especially bass stuff, calluses on my hands. I don't know why, but my feet, no, I do know why. Cause I'm a certain way, but my feet are like flawless. Thank like goodness. Beyonce would say. Yeah. And you know what? I'm, Yo, you know what? It's so fucked up. No, I'm not knocking on wood because we already discussed in a previous part my mom's interest in this podcast and I'm about to like throw her out there. I'm just going to say that dancers. Usually,
1: because I'm a dancers former Dancers usually
0: got. Yes. They. Right. It's probably. No, you right. <laughs> you right. <laughs> and if there was one thing that fucked me up when I was a kid and I was like, wow, I love watching these dance rehearsals would be looking down when they were taking off their right? stuff and
1: it's like and i'd be like, what's, like what it's like there's it, dirt what's that there's like is bandages that, is that blood there's ah! blood ah! yes yes and because so i kind of have a thing about feet which is that i'm peculiar you would try to <laughs> moisturize you would try to powder oh no but then after you sweat and then the sweat dries and then the skin is now Jesus. dry and you need to move so skin breaks and then yeah there's just a lot it's that fucked up with and i'm feet. because i'm a
0: good daughter and i was like my mom's first like she like like i was obligated you know after stuff to like pumpkin come in here like do this and i'd be like oh, okay mom but you know i felt like um i was having my own musical inside my heart is breaking <laughs> my makeup is fucking flaking but my smile stays strong. <laughs> no, because I will do whatever for my mama because she is the best. But at the same time, internally, my internal dialogue will be like, What the fuck, Candace? This is love. That's why are love, are we bitch. Doing fucking this? love. <laughs> yeah, why, yeah, why are you doing this? Especially because I feel like my younger siblings get away with not doing shit like right. that. But when you're the eldest, that shit doesn't happen. So, anyway, mom. If and when you get around to this episode,
1: I love you. <laughs> but you also know I tell no lies. So. Oh, and then they decided <laughs> to double down on the lie. Oh, so we heard back from, uh, uh, the brother. Yeah. It turns out that he did end up back in America after all. Sounded. Oh, so, you yeah. mean the, the, <laughs> the illiterate brother? Um, yeah. Oh, right. Cause then how did he write that? So I guess that was part of what was wrong with what they were saying. Because, um, you know.
0: I think Washington assuming like, that anyone uh, in the Southern Farm is literate is already starting off on the wrong foot. True. Because where would that? Where? Where?
1: Wait, wait, wait. And then wait. Remember and when then, the letter wait. came over? There right. was nobody in the crib to read anything. Right. Not even the youngest so, one. So let's say you did get a letter. Who read the letter? <laughs> uh, the pig whisper. Who, right. You got to go get, get the pig whisper the from Crow
0: Nest. You got to go, go up to Lydgate and be like, excuse me, can we borrow you a pig whisper, please?
1: Thank you. Washington Ooh. was like, huh? Hmm. Rather interesting. I'll uh, put a pin on this, and we'll have a, we'll discuss it on this further. And I was like, Oh, oh he actually no! Doesn't he say something about the route? Like uh, that's not how you get to America, or something like that, or
0: yeah, she says he went to America via something. I don't know what town or road, but clearly Washington is like really like is that because that's not really the road people take. Do you got the letter? And she's like, I don't got the letter. We burnt it or drew on it or made it into a paper plane. <laughs> right, Washington. What does <laughs> right. it matter? He's gone, and we're better off anyway. So. And I was like, literally, Mama Saud, and you couldn't look more more suspicious. guilty. Right? Like, holy shit! Dial it back, turn down. If you want to convince Washington, but no, that well, ship has sailed. Like y'all about to be family of sorts. Like that's that's not good. Meanwhile, Thomas in the background shitting bricks. Like Mama, why? Right. Mama, oh, this is getting worse <laughs> by the second. He lost mama, like by the second. Two shades. He did. He had no shades to lose to begin with. Right. And after this, I believe we cut to a salty Marion at breakfast. <laughs>
1: You and your reading and writing. And I'm like, ugh. Ugh. <laughs> and she's probably she like, is, you know, uh crisp uh, day. Sorry, I
0: said Marian. We cut to a salty Mariana at breakfast.
1: Right. Yeah, so like she was definitely on some... Like, she'd never known Ann Lista to write about her money before.
0: I feel like we're going to go back to what I said before, that Mariana was on the fighting jaunt. Ever since she fought about Ann Walker, all she can do is agitate. All she can do is be combative. All she can do is be argumentative, even though it's just leading to negative things for her. She can't help herself. What if
1: she doesn't know that... To fight for the thing you want doesn't mean to fight with the thing that you want. Again,
0: Mariana's never had to fight for the thing that she wants. If anyone has had to fight for anything, it's been enlister. Lister. Fight to keep optimism. Fight to rationalize what Mariana's saying. I can see that. Mariana's never had to fight for shit. Fight for Anne When? Where? Where do they do that at? Oh, did she have to fight to get Anne back from Tib? when they were fucking? No. Did she have to fight to get her back from Mrs. Barlow? No. Did she have to fight to get her back from Valance? No. What about any of her sisters? Of course not. So, Mariana has not had to fight for shit. She's had to fight to keep her grubble secret from Charles, which did not work for very long because hours. he found the letter. So, Mariana's not fighting. She's fighting with herself. She's fighting with Anne. All the time, she's fighting with her unhappiness, but I don't think she was fighting to keep Anne because she didn't have to work for it. Literally, in my personal opinion, she would be like, I'm going to write these pretty words in this letter here that will fuck you up here. We're going to be in person on the grubble, and I know how to give you a good fucking situation. I mean, I won't deny that about Mariana. We talked about it in a group of confessions. That is obvious. Mariana knew what turned Anne Lister on, and during the grubble, evidently one of those things was dirty talk, Was Was speaking. Speaking to the thing. Excuse me, I like that. Excuse me, you did that real great. Oh, delicious, Freddie. And I don't understand how, for a prideful bitch like Ann Lister, that's not supposed to be one of the biggest turn ons ever. When someone is playing too the crowd, they know that you got an ego, they know that you like to have this stuff reinforced, that Ann Lister on the one hand is like, I, I know what women like, I always have, like they just, it's whatever, women love me, I love women, that's how it works. <laughs> but at the same time, be with a Miss Walker, like can I make up to this hoe, can I do enough, can I do enough for this hoe, I don't know, I don't know. So that thing that I think most queer people can balance in a situation, especially when you're in a, in a, a design as loose as what Ann Lister is working with, which is nothing is for sure. We don't even have words to describe what it is we do officially, and I'm not really sure. What's going to happen here? So I can have this intense confidence of like, yeah, I know how to bring a girl to Italy. But also, do I know how to bring a girl to Italy? What if that girl has been with a dude? What if that girl is doing this? Because those were things that would throw chink in Ann Lister's armor of like, oh, I got this. Oh, but wait, you said she fucked a guy? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Because the patriarchy had her fucked up. And motherfucking Mariana, I mean, she has had her world exploded, imploded by Ann Walker. She never even met the bitch. And she's like, I can't deal with it. So I feel like they're eating breakfast. It's another one one of those situations where I feel like it's the cart where they're eating breakfast, but now they're not talking. And it's because it's that silent, tense thing where you're like, "Mm, if it starts, it could probably go to where it was last time. And Ann Lister's just trying to see what's up in the world. What's happening in the news? Let me do this. And Mariana starts all jaunty, like, uh, it's curious. That's the first thing she says, which means she's been marinating this entire Uh time. She's been sending silent waves to Ann Lister. That's like, you know I'm thinking about Ann Walker and you, right? You know I'm going to ask again, right? Like, you know what's coming. And then she can't help herself eventually. She's like, so it's curious. And was just like, oh, what's Like, you haven't brought curious?
1: up Ann Walker since we've, we've been here. Because your name's not Ann Walker. So since Leamington. Right. I would be like, well, um, do you remember what happened
0: last time I brought up Ann Walker? Do you remember how much animus you had for me for the rest of the trip before we got to London? Like, right now, you still got energy like this because you are clearly jealous of Miss Walker. Also, it hurts my feelings to talk about. My lost fiance. So I'd rather, I'd rather not. I'd rather not show you how deeply this hurt me because you will use it as a weapon. I mean, she that's sure me will. reading into it. That's me reading into it. That's what I feel like. Why should List continue to be that vulnerable around Mariana when she literally is like, I'm going to hit you with this? Oh, did you just tell me this really hurt you? Watch me do uh, it. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Watch me do it. Initially, Anne looks mildly annoyed, but she's just like, look, if you can't distract yourself in London, girl, like where, where can you distract yourself? And then she references some dude. I think is Dr. Johnson, who says, when you're tired of London, you're tired of life. And that's <laughs> Anne, just trying to be Anne, be like, look, bitch, I mean, London's exciting. but How about that as a reason? She's like,
1: you're a liar. <laughs> but at the same time, she's over here like, so you trying to say I'm tired because I'm not having fun in London? So there's... <laughs> and Anne would be like, yes. <laughs> yes, right. Yes, yes exactly. Yes. Right.
0: And then she's back on her bullshit, Mariana, that is, because she's like, what is it about these people? What and you can see and like she's starting to get the thing because she knows where it's going she's like mariana please like can we not we've had so many discussions like this perhaps this week perhaps over life i'm over it and mariana's like oh i know though that when you want me to be quiet when you want me to stop pushing a, a situation guess what i'm i'm not going to do I'm not quiet. Right. right i'm not I'm gonna do that and she continues she's like well what do you think you'll get from them and and it's just like look these are friendships bitch i've cultivated and you know i'm not gonna neglect them and stuff because they're important to me i enjoy them they're interesting people they're good people and they engage with the world and then she kind of looks gives mariana this curious look and asks uh, mariana why she resents it and mariana's Ugh. response is I wonder what they get from you.
1: See, this I did Um, not like. Nope. Nope. This is is when I remove the headphones and I get up and I walk away. Because what you were saying about how she was reading into, like, Veer. But she was saying all of these things. And I'm like, I can't give her all of that benefit of the doubt. Not really. You mean about Veer? About everything that she's about to say right now.
0: Well, we haven't gotten there, so that's why my tone is oh, still at a regular it. thing okay. because I will be screaming about these comparisons to Vera. I will be screaming about the disrespect paid to Ann Walker. I will be screaming. So let's just let's just go there. Um. Yeah, I see my notes in all caps. It's like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, And I was like, did you not hear Veer? And is fascinating, energetic, lively. What the fuck? But seriously, like, Ann Lister could be talking about how to make boots. And you'd be like, wow, this is the most interesting conversation.
1: I need to, I don't know, get a new (laughs) Leatherman.
0: Exactly. Of course, Mariana adds that she supposes she amuses them. And you're like, okay, so this bitch still talking. And Anna's like, well, damn, I, I hope so. I hope to amuse all my friends. I mean, I, I, I think being amusing is a good thing because maybe you make people happy and make people smile. I hope I amuse all my friends. And of course, Mariana, she keeps going because she's like, oh, this is not the level I want you at. This is not the response I'm looking for. So let me keep going. And she's like, do you ever worry that they see you as just some sort of novelty act, you know, like hmm. a, a clever court jester? And this is when we get one of our first super annoyed looks from Ann Lister, where she's just like, wow.
1: um... For someone who's never been to court. (laughs) Listen. I can't with you. You said, bitch, stay at your level. Stay at your level. For someone who is hating on the outside that can't even get in.
0: How you outside the club and you can't get in?
1: I know. You have so many opinions on what life is like beyond your means. How about you act? (laughs) (laughs) And what's so great is that Ann
0: Lister doesn't respond. She just looks at her. She's like, okay, hell, I see where you're trying to go with this. And I'm just going, let me get back to my paper. I'm not going to entertain what you're doing here. And then Mariana's like, entertain? Like, an entertaining freak? And you you made a sound that wasn't altogether human in a really scary and frightening way. I'm hoping
1: that. that this is around the time where she's like, well... I'm noticing that you're doing all of this uh, gallivanting in this discussion range area because you're trying to get a reaction Oh, out yes, of yes, me. yes. <laughs> I have part of that sentence. I have part of that sentence
0: because this is where Anne gets on her smug shit. She's being true and real, but just, you know, a smidge of petty. You know, a smidge of that condescending petty where you're like, let me explain why and how I know so much more than you. And it saddens me. It saddens me every day <laughs> to see you on your bullshit, Mariana. Mm. But she's like, quote, I suspect you're saying that to be hurtful. And we can discuss why you want to be hurtful because really, your comments say more about you and your frustration, your anger, your lack of place in the world than they do about me. I like that lack of place in the world part. Ooh, and it's so accurate. Seven. That is one of the most accurate things you've ever written about Mariana. She is so
1: angry at her place in the world. Hence why she
0: fucking sweats. Right. <laughs> Anger and dissatisfaction. Not only will endlessly. she
1: never be next in line for the law in uh estate. She don't even know who and if they'll be caring for her once her husband does die. So well, that's accurate. Right. She she don't know where her uh parasol is gonna hang twenty years from now. So uh, she's just trying to take out her rage everywhere else, and she is. I mean, she I, should take her rage I'm out on Charles and right. commit
0: murder, but right. that's just me. That's just me. That's that killing Eve energy. I'm sorry, guys.
1: And look, it's a will written in blood where he left everything. <laughs> it to wasn't me. until I saw
0: <laughs> the blood on my hands so I even knew he was dead. She used to take that 20th century jaunt of what the flapper bitches were up to and stuff when they was out there killing men, and they, they sure were like, were. "Women kill men. Women aren't capable of." it. And they were like, "You're so right. <laughs> You're so right. We're not capable of it." <laughs> Let me just take my three
2: months
0: (laughs) Uh, and move on. The second half of what Anne says there is to do with what we were talking about earlier about being in high society and having your eccentricities. And she's like, you know, it's interesting and possibly something you don't appreciate. But (laughs) just the way she phrases it. I love it. But she continues, the higher up in society one gravitates, the more one's singularities don't seem to matter quite so much. The more one is appreciated for being different rather than vilified for it. And we know that that is truth, sauce, that's real life. All we got to do is look at fucking celebrity culture (laughs) to see what motherfuckers began away with that you just couldn't if you were just living life. And Mariana is sort of like, fuck all that. Fuck your logic. Fuck your candor. (laughs) Fuck your attempt to be decent with me in this time because I'm about to take it to the next level. You know, this is actually what I feel like. I don't know if you get like this in arguments because a lot of my personality things... I line up with Ann Lister. Sometimes with how I deal with shit, I think Ann Lister was doing what I sometimes do just before Candace is about to jaunt all the way to 6,000. Like, it's like, no, no, like no, no. no. Yes. Like, you, it's the calm before the storm where, yes. like, someone's been pissing you off, they've been saying shit, and you've been doing your best to keep it together to be the bigger person, to try to intellectualize it, to try to take it away from the personal space. You're like, let's just do this. Let's talk about this. Let's try to be healthy. And then one more thing is said. And then you're like, oh, okay, all bets are off. Right. This is what I feel like where we are with Ann, Ann Lister is that she was like, look, look, we can talk about this. Why i upset to you? Because obviously you are upset about other things and have really do with me as to do with you. And I would like to maybe talk about that. You know, if you want to talk about that and, you know, we can discuss things as adults, hopefully mature without being hurtful for no reason. And Mariana's like, mm-hmm, but none of them want to sleep with you, do they? And I cannot... Like I don't know about you. There's a I lot of lines. It the first time. There's a lot of, and I was like, you need to. You need to hear it because there's a lot of fucking lines in this episode that upset me, and there's a lot of things that can be triggering on any, uh, many levels of what the fuck Mariana's saying and subjecting Ann Lister to. But this, this to me is one of the most depraved things she says because it feels so callous. It feels so fucked up. And the reason why it is so fucked up to me, for me, let me explain myself before you give your two cents about whether or not you think it's as fucked up, is this. It's this. Ann Lister is fucking queer. Women, women, I'm gay, I'm a lesbian. We don't know how Mariana would identify herself as a queer person, but at the very least, she's bisexual, pansexual, and potentially, like I say, homo romantic. Either way, Mariana's queer. And so for Mariana to be queer, and to know Anne from when she's in her 20s, early 20s, to right now, for her to know what has gone on and claim that she cares about a hoe, for her to know how hard it is to find a bitch on the grubble, for her to know what just went down with Veer fucking Hobart, that it took Anne all the way fucking out. She could even reference it and their argument in the gig where she's like, how could I? It would have been thoroughly irresponsible for me to fucking get involved with you when you were all out of sorts about your Miss Hobart. And here she is trying to get so intensely under Anne's skin that she pulls the one thing I would say another queer person should never pull another queer person in that line. Especially when Anne is already hypersensitive, hyper anxiety about consent, permission, no resistance. Does she want me all this stuff? And here comes Mariana. But none of them want you, right? But none of them want to fuck you, right? You're just there to be a parlor trick, right? And then, and then she pulls Anne Walker into it, which is why Anne Lister can't even be bothered to have any sense of pride anymore. like, you
1: know what? Your brother was right. I mean, it's just, it's just too much water under this bridge. And she still is ready to fight. So she's like, do I divert this energy? Do I? It's just
0: so annoying that she makes such an erroneous comparison to Veer. And gotta go back. Because after she says, but none of them want to sleep with you, do they? She continues, I suppose you resorted to Miss Walker because she has money at least. Ooh. And he's like, mm. because it's already like you're continuing to argue, which I don't want. Two, you're bringing up Ann Walker, which I don't want. Three, this you're bringing her up about factor. money, yeah. which I don't want. So, okay, bitch. Oh, we fighting? We fighting?" Okay, here we are. Well, she's all the way wrong because Ann Walker's nothing like Veer. She's got her own money and she's got sleeves of thirst. I mean, that's the biggest. That's the biggest is that Ann toiled for months trying to get a grubble. Did not. Ann toiled for a month, if that. And she was already like, oh, my God. I'm I'm about to break through the petticoats. I love you. you. First time near quit. (laughs) And she couldn't believe her damn self that when Ann Walker was like, bitch, could you stay tonight? She was like, no, I can't. It's too soon. And Ann Walker was like, how about now? Could you stay the night? She's like, bitch, it's still like my aunt. Like, people are sick. I can't. Third time, will you please stay the night? Well, I guess I, I mean, uh." wow, you are really thirsty. Man keen. (laughs) (laughs) And also, here's the thing, too, that I think is actually really sort of dark is that, but it's. I'm going to go with it for now, is that I wonder if one must consider Mariana's shame as it relates to Ann Lister, because it's there internalized homophobia. Oh, it is, is fucking fair. horrible. Then can we also potentially jump to a, a mini conclusion that Mariana could not conceive of another person wanting to keep Anne the way she was because she did not want to keep Anne the way she was. Well you know what? And that goes back to Anne Lester's use of parochial because that shit is like narrow. Narrow-minded nonsense. Right. And that's sort of where Mariana's living, where she's like, if I can't see it, if I'm not attracted to it, if it doesn't make sense to me, then how could it make sense to anyone? So, oh, of course you have another Vera Hobart. Of course you've got six more straight girls who aren't really into you because it's that wild for you to assume that another woman out here wants to go on the grubble with Ann Lister when you were so enthusiastic. And still are, while being a bitch, to get the goddamn O. But it's so hard for you to imagine somebody wanting to get the O and keep the O and keep the woman at the same time. Really. And even if that is her trying to be hurtful, I'm just saying it is extremely hurtful. Especially when you're as much of a thinker as Ann Lister. And you will meditate on the shit she said. Bring me back to when they were in the end and the previous scene. When Mariana was like, my misery is the host of miseries, the agonies. And Ann was like, well, I, I don't even know why you bothered. To hear all this, I don't even know what you found attractive in me. Right. And the thing is, we never hear Mariana say it. She says, right. I love you, Freddie. You know I do. Why, Mariana? Why do you love her? Think- if it's not for her clever mind. I know I'm cutting you up, but I'm like screaming. <laughs> if it's not for her clever mind, if it's not for her fashion sense, it's, it's just bomb. The, it's for the O's. I'm just saying that that's not Love though or okay well it's infatuation it's a fixation perhaps but is it that love is it the great love you write of in in books and poetries and stuff no is it selfless love no is it unconditional love the farthest the farthest and mariana has very conditional love i would say do this or else which mm, I don't like it.
1: Yeah, that seems for speed.
0: And that's when Anne says the things, this isn't attractive, Mariana. And I think it's so much easier to see how someone's being a fucking dick face when they're all the way wrong. Like Mariana wasn't even a little bit right. She wasn't even partially right. (laughs) She was completely wrong. Completely. You don't even know that she was trying to live in a bitch house. Mariana, you are so off base with what's happening with Anne Walker because she is the gayest bitch Anne Lister has run into this entire time with the exception of Isabella. Just because Isabella's is jaunting out there with booze, and you know, I would think I would like to hang out with Isabella, go see some bad women, go to
1: I could see that where beat the Hollands be chilling. Yeah. I don't know,
0: beat up some men who are terrorizing the but, women.
1: But you see, what Mariana and her fixation with the unknown, because she doesn't know about Airwalker. Walker, so she's just plugging in what she knows to be routinely a shortcoming. For assumptions Ann Ann make Lisner. an ass out of no, you and me. It is true, and these are terrible assumptions that she's making, but she's thinking or she's hoping that she's beating sense into her her stud or whatever and you know but how do you
0: not have any pride for your stud i don't how 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 do you claim love but you are not proud of a person you you do not want to show off that person as they are like brag i don't versus shh shh
1: which is fucking Mariana's energy. And then luckily they were not getting along during this debate slash discussion. Oh yeah, when is it? A- because Charles is coming up right now. Hell right. yeah. So it's better that they have the smoke versus like anything else. Cause I mean if he just saw thighs on thighs, he would probably had a bypass.
0: <laughs> yeah she says, just so you know, it's quite the opposite. Parochial, small minded. She pulls out one of her SAT prep words. She's like parochial and Mariana barely has a chance to spit parochial out of her mouth before right. that uh, servant is like, oh, hey, hello? your man's here. Oh. <laughs> and she's like, what? And she looks at Anne like, oh, should I let him up? And Ann's like, bitch, why are you, why are you looking man. at me? It's your man. Isn't it? It's Charles, right? Walton,
1: <laughs> right. That's you. That's you. That's not me. I love that the word parochial was used. I was going to use the word "pedantic." That works, too. Yeah. And and then, yeah, her just now in this. She's riled up now. She's not at 11, but she's at least having. Who, Mariana? Mariana's yeah, riled she does, up now. She's been wanting to fight right. this whole fucking time. And then all of a sudden her husband is
0: here. Fucking Charles. And of course the servant is like, okay, so I show him up. Mariana's suddenly looking shell-shocked. I'm like, bitch, you had all this jaunt five minutes ago, and now you're confused. About how to make decisions? That's your man. Handle it. And then she's like, oh, yes, of course. And Lister's like, yeah, of course. Right. Because this is what it is. This is what it has been for years. But at least Charles waits for his invite, unlike Christopher Ralston, who just jaunts right the fuck up in there like a dick face. And then Ann Lister has to bring up the elephant in the room because here we are. Here we are. We are here. The conversation has devolved into this at breakfast and Charles is looming down the fucking stairs. So Anne is like, let me cut to the motherfucking chase, ho." So um, I take it you won't be coming to live with me at Shibden. Is that correct? Am I reading into that correctly? And do you remember what Mariana says? Because it's the absolute worst thing. Because she has said so many callous things that really you should think before they come out of your mouth that she says this line and I can't even imagine how she says this without choking on her words and it's the sentence, I didn't think for a minute that you were being serious. and Lister's a very serious person. Uh, in general. Yes. In general, she's a very serious person. What do you mean? I didn't think you were being serious so that conversation that argument in the gig wasn't serious those tears in the bedroom wasn't serious your anger and your annoyance and jealousy at Ann Walker's existence, that wasn't serious the conversations about the will and your lost fucking nephew that wasn't serious about you being destitute so nothing serious here are you fucking kidding me
1: Mariana well I mean I'm just having a little bit of fun for my jester so I mean I'm thinking that analyst is her jester which again Don't say that speaks to me I don't to, need this. Which speaks to Why Anne said Oh this All of this That you're saying These hurtful things Speaks to more about How you feel And what's Truly wrong with you Versus anything Being truly wrong With me So that But y'all But Sorry. What does I that say about how you to claim this.
0: to know somebody if you don't know when they're being serious? How can you think- claim to love somebody when you can't tell when shit is dire but, and shit is for fun?
1: But come on, think of any queer fallout where it was like, I thought you were special. Well, sorry to disappoint. I am sorry. <laughs> this is because the
0: well-well listeners are like, bitch, where's that episode?
1: But <laughs> Guys, really I mean, episode, here, this but... is where we are. It's like, you know what? How fucking dare you treat this person that you say you love? You don't even know what that means. But me, I got to stop. I got to stop. But it's true. It's true. Which is why all this, I can't take what you're saying seriously. It's like I've never had an honest moment in my whole life. I don't take sacraments seriously. I'm just really good at saying things. It doesn't just make them how, true or not.
0: How do you so, go through Scarborough? So who's the,
1: how? Right.
0: How do you go to Blackstone Edge? How? Do you see a depressed Anne Lister? How do you see all this shit? How do you see her face and her reaction to your nonsense? Oh, when Charles dies. And then actually, when she looked you in the eye that moment, and I said to you then, we were watching it. I was like, I mean, I already seen it, but I was like, look at Mariana. Her bullshit. Ann is here being as sincere as possible. She was about to cry off that fucking nasty shit she said about her being contemptible to hang around. And she is calling back to this moment where Anne Lister was about to kiss her, but did not because she appropriately was protecting her heart and her vulnerability from fucking Shady ass Mariana to have her be like, Oh, I didn't know you were serious. I didn't think you were serious. My because God. I'm so I have convinced myself for my own sense of morality, so I can live with myself that you get it, that you get this will never happen, that you get that this is a pipe dream, this is a fantasy we tell ourselves we want something nice to imagine about the future, but we know it'll never happen. That's what I think about Mariana. It's like going to Disneyland. She's like, Oh, let me have fun with these thoughts. But they'll never go down.
1: Right. So so here's why, again, I now have to triple down on this. She's treating Alyssa like she's the jester when this whole time Mariana is the jester. And she doesn't even know it. This is why Mariana has no friends. <laughs> because no one can take anything that Mariana she's says seriously. Mariana and she has no accountability for any of her deeds. So it's like the same with a jester. That's why they're kept around. And even the minor uh, court circles where it's like, okay. I was amused. This was fun. I'm done with it. I'm done with you. And then I don't have to worry about committing to seeing you really ever again because, I mean, you're not serious. And if I don't need the pick me up (sighs) or the laughter, then I don't need to see you. See,
0: I can get down with what you're saying about pick me up because I actually think that that plays a part into it, I think that as depressing as it is to know what Mariana likely did not think was possible for herself, and I feel like maybe I said this part of this or something like this in part two, I think it would have been nearly impossible for her to let go of a person who made her feel as good about herself as Ann Lester. It's good about her body, as good about her mind, as good about her character. Clearly, she's not going to get that shit from Charles. She's going to get that smoke from Charles, <laughs> not any compliments, especially right. once he found a letter. And so I feel like part of me is like, if you take a really unhappy woman and you say that mostly everything in her life makes her unhappy and this other person who is ridiculous optimistic about what can happen but you are you're in the darkness and like i said if i had to hop on a wrinkly dick and deal with sexual assault, just in general, but let alone on a continuous basis for however long. Things inside me would die, and I can't imagine you. that I would be the same person. And so, to me, that's a bit of obtuseness from Ann Lister, right. when she says worldly. It's like, is not enough to cover it, girl! Worldly is like you say in Mankeen. You don't get it, because what has happened to Mariana, you don't understand. You're not in this situation. And so you can't possibly relate to that aspect of it, and nor are either of you trying to relate it to each other because Mariana knows if I try to say anything about this with Charles, it's going to set you to fuck off. Yep. And so I don't want that. I want the grubbles. And Ann Lister's like, well, I'm not going to talk about this unless I say something super judgmental because I align myself with the patriarchy about you being worldly. And I'm going to judge you for having to fuck around choose. with men. Well, I mean, yes and no. Because like I said, you can't you can't compare Mariana to, to Ann Lister who had mad people die in her family, and was a viable heir for Shibden long time where she thought it could be a possibility versus Mariana and her multiple sisters. She might as well be goddamn King Triton. (laughs) She might as well be a daughter of King Triton. There's so many of them. gotta get married up. up. (laughs) She's in a different situation. So I'm just saying, obviously I have my other belief that jauntiness, a certain level of jauntiness for certain types of people, personality types, will persist no matter the century. And whether or not that means you find yourself at the gallows, At 17, maybe that's what that means versus other people who make choices to stay alive, choices that can be understood and empathized with, but ultimately lead to a dark path of like self-confusion and the ripple effect of pain and things that can happen when you are not necessarily working with the best of intentions. And I feel like Mariana, well-intentioned, but contorted and twisted Via Charles, via Lawton Hall, via the concessions she had to make, via the shit she had to bite down. And who knows how that contortion completely worked itself. We can never know without her diaries. But I feel for Mariana in that sense. I completely am so angry with her for not being able to control her nastiness. You know, like Ann Walker be like, let me just put it all here. Let me just go in a room and not come out for like a day or week or a month because I can't deal with it. But pushing it out and being like, oh, I'm not the only one that's going to be in this muck. We're Mm -hmm. all going to be in the muck. Every last one of us, like an oil spill. You know, right. when I you see those was, yeah, those, uh, yeah. those birds and the oils just dragging them down. That's Mariana. And that muck is Charles and Lawton Hall and her family's expectations and the patriarchy. And she's looking at Aunt Lister, jaunting anyway, with holes in her braids. She's like, fuck you. How do you still jaunt? Instead of admiring that, I'm resenting it. And I would like you to be in the muck with me. So how can I do that? <sighs> Lord, 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 Lord. I know what happened. I know Lord. what happened. I mean, essentially, Ann Lister's face is like, "Of course, I was being serious. The fuck? It's only been twenty years, ho? I mean, I don't know." And because Mariana is still being her petty self, she's like, "Well, if that's the case, then why didn't you focus 100 percent of your motherfucking attention on, well, me while you were here?" Like uh, I expect. Ew. In my mind, I have in my notes. It's like, well, because all you do is remind me of why Ann Walker would make a better wife, <laughs> that and be that, a sucks. Great line. <laughs> that sucks. That sucks. No, she can't say that because you know she she don't expose that kind of shit to people. But I wish she would have. Like in a diary entry for me. A
1: fourth wall petty. I would have loved it.
0: Right? But Mariana's like, instead you've been taken up at your visits and your little fair weather friends you're so taken with. And Anna's just like, fuck this shit, I'm out. (laughs) Because she's ready to jaunt out of the fucking place. She's like, take this newspaper. It's in your direction. Throwing it fucking down. I don't give a fuck because I'm done reading it. You've ruined it. You've ruined the news. And I don't know how you do that to me. Mariana, when I love to read the news, I love to know what's going on and see what's happening with the weather, but you've just destroyed it. Before she can jaunt her anywhere she's like let me leave you and Charles to your head shit and adds that she declined an invitation from her fair brother friends to hang out with Mariana and Mariana's like yeah so you can buy a coffee pot for your other other, friend it's like girl what are y'all even doing you shop but buy stuff for yourself or other people isn't that what shopping is
1: that's That's literally what it is is. it's like I wanted us to do activities together but I also want those activities to be about me well not everything's about you girl well, in Mariana's life, she's like, I am the star of my own movie. Thank you. <laughs> I am the
0: alpha and the omega. Yes, exactly. And Lister's like, well, you know, seeing as your husband is here, bitch, I'll just leave you to enjoy his fucking company. How about that? I'll let you guys go be hets together in your het matrimony of bliss. Does that sound like something you want? And Mariana's like, oh, wait. um." <laughs> and then that's when she adds like, well, you know what? Steph was right. Steph was motherfucking right. Too much water on the goddamn bridge. Mariana's wow. like, hold up.
1: You was talking to my brother. Hold up,
0: you talk about, you talk you to Steph about me? She's like, Yeah, bitch. <laughs> sometimes.
1: <laughs> and then when she put two and two together about what her brother does for a living, she's like, ah. Oh.
0: mm. Well, she's like, when did you when did you talk right. to him about this? And Anne is just like, oh, uh. <laughs> she not right. say shit. And she's like, oh, oh, when you took him to see a funny little friend. And every time Mariana says words. that, I'm ready to fight. Yes. I'm ready to lay down alms. I'm ready to pick up my sword. I'm ready to duel to the death we for Anne Walker's legacy for her honor. Right. Because what? And I think that's why Ann Lister basically growls in Mariana's face because it's not only the fact that she's being mean. You know what I mean? Like, it's unnecessarily mean, and that's not a good character trait. But two, it's mean against someone that Ann Lister obviously cares for. Even if you think they're broken up, even if you think it's all off, and she's telling the truth there and there's no hope for it. Why? Why would you denigrate someone that was making her cry a few days ago? And then, and then, she's a hater of Halifax. She might as well have called Ann Walker an invalid, as far as I'm concerned. Because that... What was that mocking tone, Mariana? I know what that was. That was you hearing rumors and going with the rumors and then trying to do something to tear down Ann Lister via Ann Walker's mental health issues. Excuse me. That is some trifling ass shit. Of all the shit Mariana did, I have no space for that because I'm like, Mariana, that is not nice. That is just fucking mean. And there's no way to explain away that meanness except that you want to be callous and horrible to Ann Lister and by extension, Ann Walker. It
1: was a poor move on her part. It was very unattractive. It was.
0: It the bitchiest thing she did. The whole episode, she did right. a lot of bitchy fucking things. And Ann Lister says, I mean, besides me screaming at the screen, oh we fight, Mariana. Ann Lister gets right in her fucking face, and she's just like, you know what, Mariana? Sometimes it feels like I barely know you. And in that moment, it's got to be right because anything you thought about that bitch that was nice right. and warm and sweet, it's, it was not it's there. Gone. She was a bully. She was a jerk. And why? Why? And against another woman? Like in this patriarchal bullshit? Oh, I'm so mad at Mariana for that. I I won't get over it. Every replay, I scream every single time. Your funny little friend. The way she makes her face, the way she says the sound. And I'm just thankful that Sally wrote Ann Lister responding like a reflex. Right. Like she has been the entire time in Halifax. Basically, Ann Lister is thoroughly disgusted with Mariana at this point, and she fucking should be.
1: Yeah, I see her definitely looking for the exit.
0: She didn't even have to because Charles motherfucking opens the door like, hey, hey ho, bitches. (laughs) What's going on up here? And I kind of love how quickly Anne jumps into the propriety and the bullshit because she's not going to let anything show period with Mariana, although Mariana probably had it all over her face that some shit was going on. Anne was like, oh, hey, Charles. Hey. How was the funeral? Hey. how's the mother? Hey. You know? Oh, no, no, no. Never mind me. Oh, did you get a room? Did you get a room? Did you book a room? Because he says some shit like that. Like, oh, I just want to let you know I'm here early and I booked two rooms, which is interesting because you know that's how they do things. Lucy and Ricardo style right. where we are in two beds in two different rooms. He's like, so I booked two for our usual arrangements, but, you know, maybe you want to stay here with Miss Lister. And she kind of gives Anna a look and Anna's like, girl, this it's not right. Mm, this right. like how... not me. It's not this is not for me to decide. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna decide right now by just leaving. Yeah, I'll me.
1: leave you to right, consult.
0: Yeah. And fucking Charles and he's like, Why oh, do not want to interrupt? And Anna's like, You're good. You're good. Interrupt. Interrupt all you need. And is basically like, I don't have time for these hat games, so I've gotta go jaunt. I'll leave you all to it. And then closes the door, hard as fuck.
2: Right.
0: A I nice good like, slam. Mariana jumps, argument? like, oh shit. That's how you close a chapter. That's how you motherfucking close a chapter. Let's stop it here.
1: I'm sorry. I was looking at my notes for Ann Walker.
0: And. um,
1: Yeah, that's that's going to have to be its own chapter. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Right. I. Yeah. That's what I was like. Guys, it looks like we made it through to the slammed door. We're slamming (laughs) a door on this gentermission. No, we're slamming a door on this this chapter. This is not. And it's not gentermission. Yeah, this is going to be a A brandy. no, what uh, the fuck? Give me a second, Lori. You see, he hit his
0: motherfucker. Give me a this second. is a bourbon whiskey, a Kentucky uh, straight bourbon whiskey yay. intermission, okay? And I don't know what Kentucky straight bourbon yay. whiskey music sounds like because we had Irish music in our last intermission, but that was appropriate for what you had going on in your life. Maybe it'll just be us talking at this time. Ah, uh, yeah, guys. So this is the end of part three. Hope you guys are enjoying this ridiculously long recap. Um, we're gonna be talking about it some more in part four, but like, if you get here, we're just just quickly, we're gonna be extending. The competition. Giveaway. Not competition. Giveaway that we mentioned once oh, yeah. some episodes ago. And we said it was like to the end of November. And here we are to the end of November. And we said nothing else about it. Did nothing else about it because we're awful at this stuff. This is a very long We are November. so sincerely trying to give shit away. And it is the hardest fucking thing to do. Okay. So it's going to be going to December. Check out the Insta for more details. Final thoughts on chapter
1: three? Ugh. I mean... There are parts that I still find a little complicated, but it's only because I don't know all of the backstories of everybody yet. Which but parts? I don't want to open up a can. Oh,
0: <laughs> well, just mention it and I can open the can later.
1: Okay. Um, Just the way. No, literally, it's it's I don't want to say it's the clown makeup thing. Like, you know that, you know how. Yeah, I know. I yeah. So... <laughs> <sighs> um, clown makeup. I don't see. I hope. That this is Ann Lister going, oh, let me take this shit off my face <laughs> and let me get out of here because this whole time I thought me and you were, you know, so we I So every time I told you that I wanted you to come to Shibden to stay with me, you, or you saw, was she thought my they promise. were right or die. Right.
0: Like Ann Lister said earlier in the episode, like, oh, you know, Mary, I would do anything in the world I could for you. I do not get that vibe from Mariana.
1: Right, because again, what's a sacrament?
0: Right. What's a sacrament? What's we a can't king so no. god, you had that hot what's take. What's a god you to a non believable? It's who, a good ass hot take. Right. It's a great ass hot take. The sacrament means nothing to Mariana. It couldn't possibly because she's kept it for no one. You are I that that's a hot take that I agree with one hundred percent.
1: and I already know this isn't the last of her, which is making me very frustrated. So the last what? The last of Mariana. Like I already know. That oh this is not wow! The no comment. I, right. I, I, I know you can't. I no. won't.
0: <laughs> 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 okay. Oh, Lord. So, uh, Lord, Lord, Lord. Oh. Lord. Those,
1: those mm. are my Mm-mm. hovering thoughts.
0: Well, guys, I certainly can't wait to get into more stuff, especially as we're rearing the end of the season. Well, certainly. The end of the season is a long time gone, but us, us ending the season only 18 million months later, because we haven't really drawn from Jill Liddington's book, Female Fortune, because it generally focuses on the period of time where the end's right now and after where we are. So I'm excited to get into that and spend some time talking about Jill stuff. But yeah, guys, as usual, thank you for joining us and stuff. <laughs> so yeah be on the lookout right be on the lookout for the
1: home stretch of episode sevens why have you brought that and then um you already know that after every episode there's a historical nightcap which and who knows what the <laughs> fuck man oh man oh man Because I
0: will be going through the odyssey of entries because I really need people to understand where I'm coming from. I need for people to see where I'm coming from on Mariana's sex energy. I need for people to see where I'm coming from where I feel like what Anne's energy does to meet Mariana's sex energy, how that affects them. Literally, you can see the entries in yourself where Anne is saying some shit and she seems pretty serious about it. And then she literally goes to Italy with Mariana and it is a fucking switch. And I feel like a lot of us can relate to that. Certainly not everyone, but a lot of us know what that is to um sometimes you just need a win the grubbles like heroin you know you just well you make poor decisions <laughs> you do it anyway and guys i've not done heroin i'm just saying any narcotic that will take you down we just saw jag a little pill again so it could yes. be fentanyl lord. it could be what was that pill she was taking oxy it was oxy at least lord. With fentanyl. yeah lord but, i mean opioid crisis is real in america but anyway yes uh you is end up this intermission daddy i don't
1: um, my brain, well, my brain is done. Right. So this is a, a whiskey intermission. We we gotta come up with. A, oh shit! I, I that's how you know I'm
0: tired because I'm like what
1: a whiskey wind down or something. mint no, no. whisker
0: mission. That right. doesn't. That's not it's right. It's
1: a it's a something.
0: Whisker mission. That sounds like something a cat would say. Whisker mission. <laughs> okay, that's how you know it's late. Let's go. Let's go. Candace
1: is making jokes, laughing to herself. So, uh, will this be independent of the home stretch or will this be, be merged together? Because if it's not merged together, then we can sort of outro outro and then tell we didn't people, outro the other ones we didn't you right you I know was... what we'll just we'll end it <laughs> <laughs> let's just end it basically for now that's, that's all i have <laughs> no no i like that so okay. i guess while you're waiting for the final part if they're not combined you know just take a quick look at some of the merch that's sitting in the store yeah yeah um, yeah. if you're looking to support uh alexa and, and susan's uh morrow foundation you can do so at their uh website or buy all the stuff buy all the stuff and then um you could also pick up the uh, go on fearlessly stuff because all of that pers- all of those proceeds go directly to the foundation to so jaunt around with n and walker's
0: words on your ball day because why not you know what i'm saying uh we weren't joking when we said we ordered like one of everything we're almost to one of everything we're not there yet but every day we're like oh this other thing this 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 mm-hmm. so we're excited to show you guys when it arrives which some of it apparently is monday which we are filming this on turkey day eve so that's just in a couple of days y'all it's a weekend and then we will be jaunting
1: on instagram all right guys uh, i was about to do a different outro that is my mm-hmm. brain mm-hmm. has left it's fucking... uh... let's do what we do for <laughs>
0: Is there anything else? Um, not <laughs> That's the answer to like, Mariana. Is there
1: anything else, bitch? And oh, Mariana's yeah. like, actually,
0: she's like, well. And she slammed the door. Excuse she's me. like, right.
1: <laughs> My bride's here.
0: Bye. Uh, beep, beep. <laughs> Right, right, That's right. all I got. They didn't even have Just horns until, back right, then. I mean, uh,
1: maybe, I guess we could cue some jaunty music. That's if it's going to be jaunty. I don't maybe know. we will. Maybe we'll right. have jaunty music. Cue, Whatever. Cue the we'll cue whiskey the, music. Cue, the,
0: cue <laughs> the whiskey music. We'll figure out what that is after the fact. Bye
2: guys.
0: (laughs) Regency era lesbians. Oh my God.